All right, boys. Let's get it. Let's fucking go. Oh, man. What a week it has been. Oh, unfortunately. Just the trials, the tribulations. Why is my mic so fucking loud? I don't know. Your mic isn't loud. I feel like my mic is kind of loud. No, mine was loud. It was fun. It was pretty loud. It was it was pretty up there. It was. uh, Why don't you shake that up? Snore as much of it as you can, and then twist the tea around. So you could do like a like a tornado, just, and that's just that's how you begin the show. Paul's like, yeah, I like it. Yeah, it's I like should have done it before, but I just pure saw it now. uncut Peruvian face fuel. Yeah. Uh, welcome everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Live on the one, the only, the new Bedford Guide. Thank you all for joining us on this absolutely glorious Tuesday evening. It's a nice uh, night. It's like 55 out right now. It's a, it's a beautiful night. Yeah, it's a little chilly. It's, it's a beautiful chilly. night. Uh, shout out to my cousin Kevin 12 years Aww. ago today. That's crazy. Pour one out for the homie. I can't yes. believe it's been 12 years. KPM. Like a boss, baby. Wow. I slowly swag stepped through the liquor store today. I almost grabbed a grocery cart in the liquor store and just like dropped five hundred bucks for no reason, <laughs> just in Kevin's memory. But too bad they don't have that root beer vodka. I, I know say, three olives, three olives root beer vodka, man. They don't make it anymore. But what about uh, Dr. McGillicuddy? I bet like they, don't they, they do. I actually had a shot of it the other day. It actually wasn't bad. Do they nah, make it's sugary. something yeah. root beers? Any, any there's a couple. Company? I think Pinnacle makes a root beer. There's a couple that make root beers, but none of them make it as good as three olives. Three olives root beer and Coke was the shit. That was me and Kevin's go-to for the entire summer of. 2011 up until he passed away we went hard in the paint on the three olives root beer vodka i can't believe 12 years yeah i know 2011 man and it's crazy because uh week five in 2011 the broncos went one and four and then enter tim tebow yes and the rest was history uh but i wanted to give a shout out to my cuz 417 rest in peace my dude uh Thank you all for joining us. This is a uh, this is a very busy show tonight. We got a lot to get into. We got a lot to do. Do we, do we have to talk anything New England right now? I mean, there's <laughs> nothing going on. We, we're just you know, not Sean. The in oh the no, room we can right do it. Right I'm, now, I'm like... staying in all my all my Patriots gear, so people don't think I'm jumping ship because that's not who I am. Yeah, yeah. But it is very hard to just watch these games, and I feel like that fucking meme kid, like who's lying on his couch, just being like this. Just watch, like hate watching the whole game. <laughs> yeah. It's like I know they're not going to get three yards, and they lose seven. I'm like, man, I fucking told you. Yeah, that's crazy, man. I wish I could bet the under for yardage on games because if they get 150, I'm a big so, under. I thought about this earlier, and I was doing some reflecting because next Tuesday will mark the 10 year anniversary of our inaugural show. That's so crazy. It'll be 10 years that Row One Seat One has been on the air. October 17th, October. Uh, 2013 was our first show. Yeah. Um, that being said, I have been waiting a long, long time, much longer than 10 years, for the Patriots franchise to regress back to the mean and come back to the pack and have to listen and get listen to all of you ignorant fuck New England fans who I've been telling for the last 20 years it's not all sunshine and lollipops, and someday you're going to have to pay the piper, and here we are. I don't give one flying fuck that the Broncos are one and four. You know why? 
Because the Patriots are too. I don't give one flying fuck that the Broncos are down in the dumps and that this season has not lived up to expectations thus far whatsoever. You know why? Because the Patriots are somehow fucking worse. Yes. And it makes me feel so fucking good to go on Facebook and scroll through my news feed during a Patriots game and just see the idiotic takes. Now, the takes used to be bad. They've always been bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they've only gotten worse. Because now you're having a whole generation of Patriot pink hat fans that didn't care about football before Brady. They've only known winning. They've known nothing yeah. else. They just thought, eh, you know, it's a foregone conclusion. Of course, of course we're going to the AFC it's Championship. Easy. Of course. This game's easy. We got Brady. We got Belichick. Belichick's the go. And Bill, we trust. We're not the Cincinnati. Blah, 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 blah. Shut the fuck up. I am so fucking happy because I'm going to sit here like I told you I would. And I am going to tap dance on your fucking graves. I am going to celebrate the 38-3 to blowouts. I'm going to celebrate the 34 nothing shutouts. 72-3, to you've been outscored your last two games. I don't give a fuck that I was dead wrong about Mac Jones and that I thought Mac Jones was going to be the guy to deliver you from evil. I am so... I've never been more fucking thrilled to be this fucking wrong about something in my entire sports life. And that's saying a lot. Yeah. Because I've been wrong about a couple of things. Not many, but a couple. Here and there. But this, oh, this is sweet. This is just me. I am just sitting here just lapping up the tears and just sitting here listening. And and the best part is, is you're going to have all of these fuckboy fans that are going to be, eh, well, the Bruins and the Celtics are on. Facts. Eh, 120 days till pitchers and catchers report. And they're going to mean it this time because there is no end in sight for this fucking shit show that is the New England Patriots. I don't even think Bill Belichick, I don't even think Bill Belichick wants to fix this. I think Bill wants to get 300 and get the fuck out. Well, I How think, far is he from 300? One. No, I don't think it's going to be 300 and done. I think he No, would. no, no. I mean, I think he's fine getting 300 and then being like, all right. See you later. No, I would disagree there. Where is he going to go as a head coach next year and try and rebuild a franchise or redo a franchise? He's not. Not at his age. Some team would take him. Let's be real. Of course some team would take him. But he's on that. And and maybe he does what what, what, uh, what Tom Brady did, and he hand selects the finest roster he can find that is in need of a head coach. He goes to the Rams. And, like, goes to the Rams. No, the Rams wouldn't. He wouldn't. He's saying Sean McVay leaves and retires. He was even talking about it a couple years ago after they won the Super Bowl. What if he went back to the Giants and coached Danny Dimes to a Super Bowl? No, fuck off. Wouldn't that That, just be, like, it just just come full circle? Actually, no, they're not. The Patriots are thirty-two of thirty-two, so they're not as big of a mess. No, they're not. The, the Giants, um, the Giants, nor the Broncos are as big of a mess as the New England Patriots. And do you know how long I've been waiting to say that? I've never been able to say it on the air. I, I even when the Patriots started off two and two that year, and they got blown out by Kansas City, and everybody was calling for Garoppolo and Brady's done. It's over in two thousand and fourteen, and I had to sit here and be the voice of fucking reason in New England. And somehow talk all of you morons off a ledge. Not you, Sean. You're one of the few. Okay, wait. I have the official number. Belichick needs 17 wins to tie, 18 wins to break the record. He's at That's three- Don Shula's record. 
Yes, he has at he's at three hundred yeah, all time, right? He's at three hundred and thirty all time wins. Right. Shula's at three hundred and forty seven all time wins. That right. includes regular season and playoffs. Right, but he's at two ninety nine regular. Regular season. Yeah. yeah, but no one he cares about all time most wins ever. That's yes. what I would go for too. Fuck the other one. Just go for the all time. I mean, if I was Bill, I would be going for the all time record too. Because we if you just can pass Don Shula, about this the other day with Mike McDaniel not going for the all time fucking high score. Yeah, you got to go for uh, the all time. But I think in, in in you know, just to put it in perspective, I'm pretty sure everybody's going to remember who Bill Belichick was <laughs> after <laughs> his career. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kay. now, well, nobody's going to remember Mike McDaniel now. Mike McDaniel will be known for the guy that, damn, he could have had the highest this scoring game in NFL history, history and he yep. decided to be fucking against Sean Payton, coach team, nonetheless. You his know old, I mean? you know, yeah. the team he was an intern ball boy for. Yeah. Like, come on, uh, no, because he's Mike McDaniel's never going to win a Super Bowl. He's never going to do anything of note, not at least in Miami, because yeah. they'll never allow it. But uh, no, it, it's. There's a big difference. Bill Belichick is the single greatest head coach in sports history. Okay, that's including Red. That's including Phil Jackson, Pop, Pop uh, you know Joe Torre, whoever whoever you want to put in there. Like I don't give a shit. Like just you know name fire fire out a name. It doesn't matter. Right. Bill Belichick's better. Whoever your guy is, Don Shula, you know uh, uh, Bill Walsh. Like it doesn't matter. Whoever you, whatever name you bring up, Bill Belichick is better because what Bill Belichick did for the last twenty years in New England is unprecedented in the NFL history, in any era. Yeah, it's not let alone how difficult it is when the league is specifically built to not allow guys to do what Bill Belichick did. Right. So people say, "Oh, it was all Brady. It was all obviously it was Brady. Brady went to Tampa Bay and won a Super Bowl. What's Bill done ever since? Shut the fuck up." Those are the most ignorant, stupid fucking fans that you will ever fucking talk to. Those are the people that have no fucking idea what football is or what goes into a football team and have no idea about constructing a roster to putting it on the field on opening day is. They have no idea. Those people are so stupid. I don't even acknowledge them anymore. I won't argue with them. I won't debate them. I don't even fucking waste my time with you. I, I got tagged on Facebook on Sunday like five different times. I responded to zero people. <laughs> I, I'm dead serious. Like they You're they like, don't they don't want to have a conversation. They only want to chat when they're the Patriots are at their absolute worst or at their absolute best. They don't want to chat any of the time. Right. And I just don't I just don't talk with people anymore. It sounds kind of fucking snobby and stuck up. But I'm being serious. It's like, not. like the the ridiculous things I've heard since it's like we've started off one and four. Is it bad? Yes. Does the team look like shit? Absolutely. Does every player... I mean, I'm not going to blame the defense. The defense literally lost their two best players, and they're on the field for 75% of the game. They're exhausted. They're right. like, what do you want us to do? To goddamn track me, and, and we're running backwards half the time. I'm not going to sit here, and I'm not going to blame Bill Belichick for every single thing. Uh, part of me says... Yeah, maybe he should focus just on coaching what he's dominant at and let the GM role go. Maybe I think that would be best, honestly, because I think he does sure. need help talent-wise, and he thinks, I don't, I'll just coach him up, coach him up, coach him up. You can't constantly be coaching up so many players at the same time. I think that's the problem this year. It's too, well, too he much did that. He time. did that for years. I mean, don't forget about the Rob... Ninkoviches, you know the the the, the Roosevelt Colvins, sure, the, those guys were vet the castoffs, the, like the guys that were, you know. Yeah, I yeah. mean, let's not forget how many guys Bill Bell. I mean, I'm sure you know. Uh, what was it like Cassius uh, Cassius Vaughn? I think at one point. Oh, Cassius Marsh. He did Cassius not coach Marsh. Up. 
No, but he, he was terrible. But he was, but yeah, but the guy made like three big plays in three big spots in his entire career here. Like we can go back through the list of guys that made. I mean, listen, and this is no disrespect to Kevin Falk. He's one of my favorite players of all time. Oh, low key, he's nobody without, without Belichick. I remember that man, Rashad Caldwell was going to be like a household name. Remember Bug Eyes? That dude, he thing? was for two years. He, I know. Uh, R.I.P. By the oh, way, six. Yeah. Oh, he did pass away. He got murdered. He got mugged yeah. and killed at his house, like walking with his wow. wife. Sucks. I didn't know that. was that. fucked up. Yeah, it was a couple wow. years that ago. Was like, that was like 2019 or 2020. Yeah, I was yeah, say, that was pre-COVID, like, I think. Remember, he used to like, his eyes, he was like, oh, Yeah, his brother, his brother's Andre Caldwell. Yeah, yeah Bubba, who was a, yeah. oh, a, a, bron- a Bronco standout with Peyton Manning. Oh, that's um, But no, but you, like, you had, like, Kevin Falk was one of those guys that, you know, you're never, you're never drafting him in fantasy. No. But you could go back and look at a half a dozen to a dozen plays every single year that Kevin Falk would make in the biggest points of a game and win them football games, help them win football games. Dude, Shane Vereen won us. Shane Vereen. Another guy. Won us Shane Vereen. Won us our fifth Super Bowl. He had 11 catches. Nobody remembers that. He mm-hmm. had 11 receiving catches. Yeah. In the Super Bowl, uh, and the only reason which Super Bowl was that the 2018, no, 2016 one. The Falcons. The Falcons one. Okay. Oh no, no, I'm wrong. It's the Seahawks game. It's the Seahawks. Game. Oh, you're right. It was the Seahawks. It was the Seahawks 14. game. He had 11 14. receptions, 2014. Yeah. So nine yeah, years ago. Yeah, he tied Dion Branch's record. Yes, and that's the only reason why people don't remember it because they're like, oh, he didn't break the record. He just tied it. Yeah. And then uh, everyone remembers Edelman, of course, because it was Edelman making that ridiculous catch. Yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, there's well, so that was many two guys. Years later, but, yeah. but another one, Edelman could be another guy. Edelman was a, was a quarterback. Belichick said, we're going to draft you. You're very talented. We don't know what position you're going to play. Edelman was a punt returner, kick returner, cornerback, and part-time wide receiver until year three, in which he took over for Welker. He was defensive he back. Him. He, def- he was defensive back, punt returner, kick returner for three years before becoming a wide receiver and dominating after that yeah. on, the, on, the, on the Patriots. On the Patriots, right. And then he was actually um, hit free agency. He had one team call him. It was the New York Giants. They said, hey, we want to give, a, give you a three-year deal, but it's going to be the minimum. Um, we're going to have you strictly at wide receiver. And that was the deal. And he came back to New England. He says, will you give me three or four years and at least above that? And Bill, Bill said yes. So Edelman, he was totally going to let Edelman walk too. Oh, but he told Edelman, he's like, go out there, see your market. Nobody wanted yeah, him, only the Giants. Market. Because guys, because, because, because people were... True number one. How many times did people teams go out and sign Dion Branch, Asante Samuel? Uh, Never works out. You know, uh, Willie McGinnis. Like, guys that were free... Uh, um, Richard Seymour, as good as they are, as great of players as they are, they went on to other teams and didn't amount to nearly the success that they had in New England because they didn't have Bill Belichick because they didn't have that other 21 guys around them that all knew exactly what their role was played it and fit it and did it every single down week in week out and that's what Bill Belichick did so when people sit here and Chris Hogan a perfect another example a cast a lacrosse player a a full-time lacrosse scholarship player who dabbled in football as last year undrafted, went to the Bills, played two seasons. Belichick was like, I'll, I like this guy. I'll, I'll sign the fifth wide receiver because he barely has any experience playing wide receiver because he's a lacrosse player, and he turns him into a Super Bowl, two-time Super Bowl champion wide receiver. A starting. Yeah, he did win two with them. Huh? A Isn't starting. Nuts to be like, wow, one day I was playing lacrosse for college, and next thing you know, I'm fucking winning Super Bowls. And do you, know what, he's, and do you know what he's doing now? No. He's coaching professional lacrosse teams. Oh, no shit. So he went back to lacrosse. Yeah, yeah. 
I always loved lacrosse. I, I, I played lacrosse in high Yeah, you were a big lacrosse guy. That was my favorite. You yeah. were lax, bro. Yeah, it was lax, dog. But, I, yeah, but you're so Which, right. Contrary to popular belief, lax bros are not rapey. Yeah, that, that, that's that's a bad... Uh, it was a bad hit. The wow, Duke wow. lacrosse team, remember? Oh, yeah. Where uh, we thought they were a bunch of gang rapists, and yeah. then it came no, but, out that they like they... It was all made up. It was all fabricated. Like the prosecutor, the DA were all like, but that, but right. that mind, that mind, that mindset up. still sticks. Like you play lacrosse, like oh, you're a rapist. That's I, dude. It still sticks with me, and I know the truth. I didn't even know that. Everybody says like, oh, I do not know that. Like, my my friends' kids that. will be like, oh, they're gonna play lacrosse, and we'll be like, <laughs> yes, it's it's like a bad stigmatism. It's known as like a. When like, did this all go down? Like the Duke lacrosse thing years ago? was no two thousand three four. Oh, that was fuck. twenty so years it was ago. Like right was, when I was playing too. <laughs> yeah, you rapist. <laughs> I was trying to get away with it. Like, ah, I, I, did, I played before that. No. But while Joey looks that up, I'm going to be serious. You can't get rid of Bill Belichick. I don't care oh, how you're feeling. Oh, okay. Right Still, after. it's almost oh, right. 20 years ago. They did it after I was done. I had already played. If we you rapists. are a Patriots fan, actually, you know what? Call up and debate me. That's what I want. I want people to physically not like me tonight because I fucking disagree with 97% of the people that are out there. Everyone wants Bill Belichick gone, and you're wrong. You are 100% wrong. You've had 22 years of facts. Good. You have facts Good. given into your evidence. If he has one bad year, it's not even a full fucking year yet. I'm not saying we're going to make the playoffs. I don't think this team has the fucking ability to make the playoffs. But if we can win five or six games in a, in a row in the middle of the year, which you don't know if it could fucking happen yet, yeah, your next three might look be a like shit. Uh, yeah, I know. I mean, you got like the Raiders, which is fine, but then you got like the Dolphins and the Bills. Yeah, there's no and then chance. The Commanders, and it's like, eh, Commanders and Raiders, you might the be Redskins. Able to pull out. You could say go it two right. And two. You Honor go two and two. on on this the and week on, of Columbus Day. You will say that, Redskins, I don't, sir. Uh, yes, Redskins. I don't ever fucking put out division games just because the Bills and the Dolphins are rocking and the Patriots suck. It's still a division game. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. The team's still probably going to somehow pull out six, seven, eight wins out of their ass when they shouldn't probably win any more games. With with how with how with how they look, but at the same time, I want Malik Cunningham. If if the team's going to be that bad, throw Malik Cunningham in there at quarterback. No, I still think you got to try. No. To, I, th- I still <laughs> think you got to try to see what you can get out of out I, of Mac. Because- I think I think Mac is a little gun shy to say the least. He he has the yips. First two games, he looked great. I'm not going to lie. First two games, he looked great. I, I know. I sat here and said it. I'm like, he was making throws. He looked like Jay Cutler in his prime. Game three. Rolling, falling off his back foot, dropping dimes into traffic. Yeah, I was like, yeah. damn, what the fuck? Where's yeah, this been? He shows good signs, but I think he hates everybody now So because everybody hates him, so he's got that. No, like, I, no, the, the, no, the team doesn't hate him. They just, they're just not the playing fans well. Do. The fans hate him. Yeah, but the fans I, are stupid. But, I still like Mac. Mac, this is going to sound fucking ridiculous. What did they stupid. say? What did they, what did he tell? Uh, 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 fucking, what's his name in Gladiator? The mob is oh. fickle. Oh, and, I thought you were saying what did Mac Jones no, say people, on the sideline? Remember, he was like, "I'm out of here, bro. People are I'm fucking, leaving." People next are fickle year. as shit. But I'm telling you, Mac Jones. This is going to sound really ignorant of me. Mac Jones had a better game this past Sunday than he did against Dallas. It's not. A lot of things are his fault. A lot of shit was not his fault when they would hike the ball and the guy would be right in his grill sacking him. What the fuck are you going to do? I was going to say, Mac Jones was I, running for his fucking life. I have to say, time. I am thoroughly disappointed and upset with the fact that I bought into what the Patriots were doing this offseason. The Me last too. two, three, really two, three offseasons. Yeah. When they were building that offensive line, when they were 
they were getting that offense and ready. And I thought they were going to have a power run game. Me too. In New England I, this year. I that was going to rival. Too. Yeah, especially with getting you know, Zeke and shit. I they thought like, that too. I, I thought that we were going back to 1997 yeah. for a minute but with, Joey, the, with the Patriots. And that's what I was like, perfect. That's all you need. Get Zeke and, and LaMondre Stevenson running the ball behind those fucking power pigs that you got up front. Power Let pigs. Mac just kind of <laughs> dink and dunk, pick your spots. Right. And, and bingo, you're not going to need big talent on the outsides because you're going to run the ball 40 times a game. They haven't done that. Nope. It hasn't worked. The offensive line has been absolutely abysmal. So it's 32 of 32. It's and, and I'm, I'm sure my Broncos are thirty one or thirty two. But you know what's you know what's funny? It kind of reminds me of the Colts. Like they built this big powerful line, and yeah. all of a sudden it was just like, why are they shit? And everyone's like, we don't know. I'm not the saying, talent's clearly there. The talent. What, I so mean, what's missing? What's going on? What's happening? You, you know, know what I mean? Have, I have no idea. I, and that's Nobody one can of those. Explain it either. And, and anybody who tries to sit here and claim that they can is lying. Because nobody, nobody thought the Patriots were going to be this this bad offensively coming Absolutely. into the season. Absolutely, if nobody. you would, if I, not I even the most money. staunch Patriot haters, Haters. including myself, thought the Patriots would be this shitty offensively. I mean, it's great. I'm loving the outcome. You're here, loving it now, but also <laughs> I, like, I don't yeah. love the fact that I was dead ass wrong on it. You know, what I mean? that's yeah. what pisses me off. But so was more. I. But how many times are both of us completely wrong? Usually, it's very rare that never. both of us are like. Usually, if I'm you wrong, and I, you're right. You and I are never both wrong on the same thing. A hundred percent. A hundred percent of the like on now. Like, now watch the Patriots turn around and win like five straight. I'm gonna be like fucking dog shit. I mean, but again, it's <laughs> Bill Belichick. Would you be surprised? Like, I wouldn't. Mm. No, I probably wouldn't. I, I I think it's very doubtful. I mean, where I think it's doubtful. The, where but... is the cheating? I want the cheating back that I was promised that I do all the time. <laughs> Give me back the cheating. No, my dad my dad even brought up to me. He goes, What was that guy's name that they used to have? Ernie Adams. He was like, yo, he was yeah, he was this guy. He was like this shadowy figure in the front office. I was like, Oh, Uncle Ernie. And he goes, Yeah, that guy. He goes, Where the fuck's that guy? And I'm like He retired. I was like, he's been gone for years, Dad. And no, I'm two like, years. Yeah, I'm like, oh, yeah, a couple years. And I'm like, he's been gone. He's like why well, should bring him back? You know, fuck this. We I mean, cheat. He goes, we gotta get something. I'm like, well, yeah. He was like, you know, I was like, I told my dad, I was like, yeah, he was the, uh, he was kind of the mastermind behind Spygate, and that whole supposedly, thing, yeah, supposedly. And dad was like, oh, I like this guy even more now. All right, yeah, getting us some fucking championships. All right, <laughs> this guy's not just cheating; he's cheating on the next level. This is some shit. Yeah, it's I'm like, it's yeah, Ernie Adams, Uncle Ernie. I'm like, he was the fucking like. He was like the the ghost whisperer of what about, of, the, of the Patriots locker room. What yeah. about cheating? What about the Washington Redskins guy like this behind the Chicago guys playbook? Oh, that was fucking great. Zooms just in. zooming in on the play sheet. Like, really? yeah. you didn't see that? Oh. That was a, fucking awesome. The guy goes behind the offensive play call of the Chicago Bears, right? Yeah. Chicago, known for being a powerhouse, apparently. The Redskins guy goes with his phone like this. Clearly says Redskins NFL badge. Everything goes like this. <laughs> Zooms in on the play sheet behind, over the guy's shoulder. Oh shit! They catch him on live TV. You know what happens? Nothing. Nothing. If that was a Patriots guy, it could have said a P in the lower left hand corner. They would have been like Patriots. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Kill that man. A white P or something like. Uh, yep. It would. They would have been like P. P is for Patriots. He's like. <laughs> it actually stands for Pfizer, and they're like. It's Travis Kill. Patriots. Patriots. Joey Fats Radio. Row one, seat one. What's going on, brother? D Rat. Uh, Damn it, I thought someone was going to debate me about Patriots stuff. Damn it. He might. No. Nah, he's on no. the same page. We're all on the same fucking page. <laughs> Everyone's team besides the 49ers sucks. And the Eagles. 
Yeah, spruce me, bro. Eagles, Eagles have their own problems. Guys are all injured. I'm sorry, Durant. Go ahead. Nah, I think nah, I think you guys. I think Joe's right though. 49ers and Eagles. I mean, Jalen Carter's having a statistically by the stats looks like he's having a great year as a rookie. Yep, he's, he's doing good pressure. Um, I don't know how I feel. But what's going on with the Eagles offense? And I say that they're not having problems, but there's a lot of It's not as miscommun- smooth as no, it was last year. No, and Jason Kelsey is overreacting when he goes in the sidelines, pulling the he pulls the offensive coordinator and the coach to him and he's bitching consistently, like saying yeah. like stuff stuff isn't going right. So I don't know Let what Let me ask you, Sean, what yeah, do you what do you think what do you think's wrong with the Patriots? Oh my god. I, I <laughs> I don't know if I have enough time in a two-hour show. There's there's just so many things right now that are wrong with the Patriots. The offensive line, number one, is brutal. The like, wide Is that the biggest issue, you would say? I would say the biggest issue for me watching the game is the offensive line. Then the trickle-down effect happens because the only two good guys on the Patriots' offensive line is the center, David Andrews, and the left tackle, Trent Brown, when he doesn't completely whiff on a play. Everybody yep. else has allowed... A ridiculous amount of pressures. I think that even my boy on Wenyu, who I love, has allowed 30 pressures this season. 30 pressures. I think he allowed 30 pressures in the last two years combined. And I'm just saying, like, Mac is under immediate, immediate, immediate pressure. And he, Mac has looked bad. Mac has had back, uh, bad posture. He has bad footwork. That Saints defense is really good, man. I mean... Oh, no. I watched I watched Derek Carr struggle against them last year with Devontae Adams and weapons, and we scored zero against them as well. Yeah, but so I, I, check I, your hats at the Saints defense a little bit. They got you know playmakers on all three levels. You know Cam Jordan, Demario Davis, sure. Lattimore, Honey Badger. Oh, I'm um, not. Don't, don't get me wrong. I'm not shitting on the Saints. I'm just saying the Patriots offense has struggled against every defense they've played this year. Every single one, no matter how the. The Dallas Cowboys lost Trayvon Diggs and they lost Micah Parsons during that game for two and a half quarters. Now and the that's Patriots what still I was going to get to. Do Do you think coaching is the biggest issue? Because I'm sitting there watching the game. I, you know, I went to the game Sunday. Yep. So I got to watch very closely. Um, the play did you, calling. Did man. you wear? Did you wear I mean, a fucking Raiders jersey? No, I had a Drew Brees jersey. Oh, okay. I was gonna be like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, you know, I thought of, I thought of something later on, Durant. I, I thought of this later on. Uh, you should have worn a Derek Carr Raiders jersey. I was thinking about because that would have really got because that might have got Derek Carr's attention. People might have people might have confused like, what are you doing here? No, hey, because- running all salty. The fucking Pat Stadium was so the game's over. Everyone's leaving, and they got Derek Carr getting interviewed on the TV, and the fucking whoever was running the fucking TV shut the TVs off before, <laughs> before he finished the interview. Oh, man. Yeah, that's that's salt of the earth shit right there. I, I kind of respect it a little bit. Fuck that's yeah. fucked up, but I respect it. Um, that is pretty great. Durant, I don't I don't blame the play because, calling. Because, listen, man, I'm sitting there watching the game, and, yep. like, a lot of these – I mean, I'm sitting there, and, like, I mean – I mean, I'm just, I'm, I mean, I'm just a guy in the crowd. You know what I'm saying? But Your I'm sitting here. Calling, quarterback I mean, they, they got so predictable. Like I'm calling these plays out. Oh, watch the, watch the screen to the right. Oh, it was a screen, screen to the right. Oh, this is a run right. Durant, like I'm calling these plays in, out. In in the I, Patriots' oh. defense, though, I've been calling out Patriots' offensive plays for twenty something years, and defenses still couldn't stop them. I'd be like, hey, watch out for Welker on this out at the pylon. Oh, look at that. Welker on and out at the pylon. No, yeah, wow, amazing. Holy shit. Anymore. No, but Durant the best a- decent player they had was Jacoby Myers, and they let him walk out the door. 
and he's playing great for us. Yeah, and then we then Juju is just a fucking non-existent shrub. He's still yeah. too busy TikTok. Yeah, and it's TikTok. like Bill wants to try to cut corners and save money because I saw I, I believe Juju made twenty five for three years. And Myers got thirty three. But you have to wonder if a lot of no. that comes with the behest of craft. No, we paid Juju one point five million more than Myers. So it was the same. Well, so it was, no, no. I, I saw it was, three years, thirty-three. Initially, I had saw for both of but them. But thirty-three three years, includes 33. incentives. If if uh, like if you're just talking about the base contract, right. okay. uh, Juju got one point five million more than Jacoby did. But Jacoby's gonna probably hit those incentives because Jacoby's doing pretty well. Right. I so who the fuck knows? He's doing all right. Yeah, he's doing fine. I've been watching his numbers. Uh, I, I, I just, think Bill's. I think Bill's trying to get back to good defense. Um, you know, that's what got him, you know. But, I mean, losing their number one Brady corner and their first, best linebacker. Yeah, and Brady's first three Super Bowls early was, was good defense. Brady was a game manager. He wasn't, he wasn't, you know, Tom Brady, like, at that point. Like, no, no. He was still, you know, young. 100%. He wasn't throwing 30 touchdowns a season. He was Brock Purdy, like, right? Right? Allegedly. I mean, think of it. Like, that's what you want. Like, I look Brock, at that 49ers I think, defense. I think Brock Purdy's actually playing better than Tom Brady. Listen, I'm not shitting on Brock Purdy. Yeah. I like Brock Purdy. But I'm not going to pretend that he's something he's not. Because in, in college, Brock Purdy was a pretty shitty quarterback. And all of a sudden, he's in the NFL, and he's doing pretty goddamn well. So, wasn't Tom Brady. I mean, in the Shanahan system. Not shitty, but not great. But, I mean, think about it. He's in the Kyle like, Shanahan system. He's got Debo. He's got fucking Christian. He's. I mean, look at what... Look, Look at the weapons. Yeah, the Niners are stacked. The, the weapons that he has in the system he's running probably makes it easy for any quarterback with a fucking decent sense of mind to play well in. But I'm not taking away from Purdy. I think he's doing damn well. I like Purdy. I think he's great. I like Purdy, too. Well, but, I mean, Purdy's out-executing what Jimmy G did in that offense. Right. So. No, nah, he looks great. He looks decisive. He's, uh, you know, he has good pocket awareness. Uh, Got to give him, you know. Give credit when credit's due. Yep. But yeah, so the, there, there's not enough time in the day to discuss all the problems that I've seen just in two weeks in the Patriots' offense, much less this whole yeah, season. They have unbelievable weapons, if you think about it. George Kittle is is the top oh. tight end. Uh, Christian McCaffrey's the best running back in football. Oh, no, I, th- I think you're talking Ayuk about the Patriots. Ayuk's a beast, bro. Look at Ayuk yeah. this past weekend. I was like, damn, he was getting nice over the middle. I mean, Purdy putting it right on him, like perfect, keep him in stride. He was just booking it. I'm like, damn, I didn't really know. Like, And that was, was against like, one of the better defenses in the league yeah. in Dallas, so – that right. wasn't People like they did against Dallas some schlubs. Dallas has the best defense in the league. Yeah, that wasn't against and, some and, schlubs. And the 49ers did that to them. Yeah, so. and embarrassed them. I mean, and I mean, and, and the 49ers defense too. I mean, when you look at the the uh, the combo there, the linebackers is uh, Greenlaw and um, uh, what's the other linebacker's name? His name escaped me at the moment, but Fred Warner. Warner, thank you, Warner and Greenlaw. Fred Warner, yeah. Uh, that, that's I mean, that's the best duo in the league. Yeah, Fred. Fred and then Warner. and then you've got my boy Hufanga at safety. I mean, they're just that is that is an absolute beast of a team. No, it isn't. I mean, when you're paying the quarterback less than a million dollars per year, I mean, eight hundred ninety thousand. He's got a roommate, bro. Yeah. Split the rent. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he doesn't have to, but living in San Fran, dude, living Cali over sucks, there. Sucks, bro. I've been out there. That place is a fucking went to shit. Went to absolute shit, dude. It's crazy. And to think, like, like you know, you couldn't have a better story than, than you know, Tom Brady's, you know, going in the sixth round, 199, and here, here, here we are with the last pick of the draft, 
Mr. Irrelevant. Like, not even the second to last pick. Like, the last pick. Right. Mr. Irrelevant, Mr. dead Ir- last. Yeah, which I think is badass. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think we can stop calling him Mr. Irrelevant at this point because yeah. he's not irrelevant. Dude, this guy hasn't lost as a starter. Isn't he like 13-0 and 0 or something? The only time they, the, the, the Niners have lost when he started the game is when he got knocked out by injury in the NFC Championship. Yeah, by the Eagles. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he didn't even finish the game. Yeah, and he, they probably would have won if he had. If he stays in, they probably win that game. Yeah, I mean, I think the Niners are on a revenge tour this year. I think they're gonna absolutely. I think they're gonna meet the, the Eagles in the NFC Championship or a divisional round, whatever it might be, yep. depending how things fall. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I feel like this is gonna be the Niners mopping the floor with the Eagles in the NFC Championship. Yeah, to go on to the Super Bowl and then yeah, absolutely go dismantle the whoever they play. I'm still Jeez, high on the Saints. Don't don't sleep on them. I mean, they'll be a playoff team, but they're not beating Philly or Philly or San Fran. You know, never say never, man. I mean, they got the defense to compete. That's for sure. I'm not going to say never, but I'll I'll go out on a pretty thick limb here and say it's never going to happen. Dude, they put some shutouts out here, man. I mean, against New England, sure. And they did it to us last year. I know, but I'm not. That's the, the the Eagles and the Niners are not on the same level as either the Raiders or the Patriots this year or last year. No, so, absolutely. But I'm just saying, keep an eye on the Saints. You know that they're, they're still I mean, growing. Like they the got Saints, their new dude. quarterback. Like I said, playoff, playoff team. I mean, they're yeah. loaded on both sides of the ball. But they're not making a Super Bowl run. Not a chance. Not unless not unless a significant slew of injuries go in their favor. Yep, and if they do, then McDaniel's is going to look really bad. He's gonna look really bad letting letting him walk out the door for nothing. I mean, I think. McDaniels, well, I mean that's McDaniel's. I think he already looks bad. But I was saying McDaniel's already looks bad. I mean, last night saved a little bit of face for him, but yeah, uh, I, I think he saved his job for a little while longer last night. I was thinking that. I was yeah, just like, really oh. based on that one game. I mean, well now, dude, it's Mark Davis. A dude. game where they only scored seventeen points. I mean, <laughs> yeah, it's Mark dude, Davis. And fucking what's his name? Love looks like dog shit again. I don't know what Jordan the fuck happened. Yeah. So, the pa- so the Patriots play the Raiders this week, and we're the only two teams that haven't scored over twenty points. Yeah, well, guess Go what? It's going to continue to happen. Wow. Oh no, think... not anymore! Not anymore! The Patriots will be the only team after this week not to score twenty points because I don't know anybody on the Patriots' offensive line who can stop Max Crosby. Even the Bears have scored. 20 Max Crosby. Points. Yeah, they did. They scored it's twenty-seven, right? Just a game yeah. record, dude. Wow. That's it. Patriots. Mac Jones is going to be in the hospital. That's why I want Malik. <laughs> Where's my boy Malik? I want some running quarterbacks in there. Give me Lamar Jackson Jr. Trust me, no, you don't. <laughs> well, no, I told yeah, you. Yeah. So, uh, what do you think? Uh, what do you think for Sunday versus the Raiders, Sean? Is it what Sunday at four thirty? Is that what it is? Uh, is um, it a four thirty game? I'm gonna say question. I didn't check the time. Yet. I think it's four thirty. I think it's the late game. I think the Patriots are finally gonna score a touchdown. <laughs> But it's going to be only one touchdown. Yeah. So the final score is going to be twenty-seven to ten. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think the Raiders are going to take. I think the Raiders Dude, are going to be. I can't. We can't do a single thing on Max offense. Max Crosby is going to just. That's what I mean. Fuck Max Jones yeah. all and I day mean, long, lo- Losing Judon and Gonzalez, like yeah, probably top two guys that were performing on defense. So uh, that just kind of demoralized everything, I think. I don't know. Yeah. I take a lot of stock in like. Yeah, it did. I, no, I take a lot of stock in practice videos. And watching the Patriots practice today, it looked like all of their mothers collectively died. Jesus. Like they were, they were, like, they were like stretching. They were like the half stretch. And they were tossing the ball. They are like. <laughs> 
the ball would go like four feet to the ground. They'd be like, fuck it. Who cares? <laughs> the guy just punts it off to the sideline like, fuck it. It. Re- it really looks like everyone was attending like their mom's funeral and they were forced to go to the work the next day. That's fucked. That's yeah. how bad it looks in the locker room. It's a room. bad morale right now in New it's England. It's not bro, good. Though. Listen. I'm saying all this, and I'm being dead serious. I expect the Patriots to lose handily to the Raiders. If somehow the Patriots beat the Raiders, Durant, you should fly to Vegas and just just take the plane and just dive it right into Mark Davis's office because there's no reason McDaniel should keep yeah. that job. Yeah, I mean, if there was a way, I mean, I, that's probably how I'd be feeling. Hey, they're in Vegas, right? They're yeah, otherwise Vegas, you would yeah, otherwise you would have went to that game Durant, obviously, right? They're in Vegas. No, we're in Vegas, yeah. So do you yeah. think Mac Jones, like this is it? Like yeah. he's he's not good, like I've been saying. It's it's time for a new quarterback. I said I want to wait to the end of year three. Right now, it's not looking good. Yeah, I'm not officially off the Mac Jones bandwagon yet, as someone who's been on it the whole time. Because I still feel like the first two years he still showed a lot of promise and a lot of a, a lot a lot to it. But this year has just been so abysmal. I don't know if no. he mentally can get through. Like, he would either yes. has to mentally persevere through this shit year. Yes. And be come out on the other side like the strongest, most like ro- robust quarterback we've ever seen. Or it's over for him. Joey, he had last yeah, year. Yeah, I think shit last year, year was kind of atrocious for him. I mean, it was really only the yep. year under McDaniel's that yeah. that he he showed the promise. I think the fans opinion. sapped but, all that kid's confidence. When well, they, no, when they started I mean, yelling, zappy, not for, but not, or listen, whatever, not for not like, for nothing. But Matt Patricia had this offense scoring more points last year than Bill O'Brien Brian does knows, this year. Yeah. So. Now, who do you think's more pissed off at one at, at yeah, each like other? Yeah, like I said from the beginning, man. You know, I'm not sold on you know just just sitting at pick 15, selecting Mac Jones and, and saying that's our guy. He was the fifth quarterback selected in that draft, and uh, I just I wasn't sold from the beginning. But all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a different scenario. If the 49ers, if Kyle Shanahan was allowed to pick Mac Jones like he wanted, I think Mac Jones in the 49ers right now is perfectly fine. Doing just as good of a job as Brock Purdy is. I'm dead serious. I don't know about that. I'm I'm telling he's, you because he's smart. No, no, that no because I don't. Yeah, no. Put some respect on Brock Purdy's name for like let's let's yeah. let's not let's not act like okay. All things being equal, Mac Jones and Brock Purdy are interchangeable because I, I don't know that they are. Uh, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's it's for certain. I think they are that Brock Purdy is head and shoulders above Mac Jones. But Brock Purdy is head and shoulders above Jimmy Garoppolo, who is head and shoulders above Mac Jones. I just don't know how I you think make people that. underrate Brock Purdy's situation. Yeah, Mac, Mac Jones is not accurate with the deep ball. He is super inaccurate. Brock Purdy is making big-time fucking throws. <laughs> and I know he's got a plethora of talent around him. He's got great coaching, a great GM. Right, right. You know, they, they – they whiffed on the third over, you know that that first overall pick or third overall pick, and Trey Lance got rid of him. Right, and they said, "Fuck it, we're going with our guy right. who's coming off this major injury in the NFC Championship just you know six right. months ago, seven months ago, and we're rolling with him." But yeah, that dude right is making the throws. If you right. watch the Niners, and I've watched the Niners more often than not this year, right, Brock Purdy is making the right plays he's making the right throws he's doing everything that you would expect out of a first or second day like a first or second round 
mm-hmm. quarterback. Right. Like he's doing he he's what we hope Drew Locke could have possibly oh, ascended that. to. And like you said, with all the shit that he has piled around him, it still comes up to him at the end of the day to make the right decisions, like you said. And he hasn't really made a fucking bad one yet. No. You know what I mean? He's the like I said, I think people are underrating his situational awareness and how to really like take a busted play and be able to turn it into something. And I'm not even talking about how he can just finesse the plays that work perfectly. You know what I'm saying? But he's putting the ball where it needs to be. He's making busted plays happen. I know he's got a bunch of great guys, but I just think that people are underrating Brock Purdy as a whole in general. You know what I mean? I think he's a lot better of a quarterback than people are giving him credit for. Yeah, I mean, if people are underrating him at this point, I mean, you're just not really making sense. I mean, like Joe said, he hasn't he hasn't lost. He hasn't lost in the regulars. He hasn't. The only lost. game the, the only game the Forty ers have lost and he started was the NFC Championship game when he got knocked out. Right, he didn't right. even finish. So what are you what are we really talking about here? I mean, right. the kid's on a fucking roll. I mean, not to sit here and sound like cliche, but Brock and roll, baby. I picked him up in fantasy. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to talk about fantasy. I'm having, I dropped Derek I'm Carr having, and I picked up I'm having the worst like, fantasy year of my life. Like, nobody's like – nobody's, I, I, right. I once again have the most points scored against me through get, five yes, weeks. Yes, you do. You get fucked all the time. Every week. Never fails. But nonetheless, no one yeah, cares. No one cares. Exactly. Um, but no, Durant, yeah, I think you're on – you're on this, uh, the, Brock Purdy and Mac Jones are not on the same level, and I disagree with Sean Absolutely on that. Not. Because I, I think not. if you put Mac Jones on the, on the 49ers right now, would he be better than he is? Yeah, of course he would. I mean, he'd have an infinite amount of talent to kind of cover up his shortcomings. But I think at the end of the day, Mac Jones is going to be more closely assimilated to Jimmy Garoppolo, where, yeah, he's good enough, okay. to, he's good enough to get you there. And and not really fuck it up, but when push comes yeah, to shove, you got all the pieces. Yeah, when push comes, but doesn't ha- have. How many times did we yeah, see thanks. it in the playoffs with with Jimmy Garoppolo, where we'd sit there and Jimmy would make a throw and you went and you had the Jesus Jimmy, God damn it, what Jimmy. the fuck was that, Jimmy? Yeah. God damn it, Jimmy. Yeah, Matt like, Jones got that roboticness. Yeah, to Jimmy doesn't have a deep ball, also as well. I mean, we haven't thrown the ball. No, nah, if Jimmy had a deep ball, he would have hit Emmanuel Sanders in the Super Bowl, and the fucking Niners <laughs> would have had a Super Bowl win. <laughs> and the Kansas City Chiefs would have still been wanting. Well, yeah, fucking loser. No, the Chiefs well, would have won. Well, they would have won eventually, I guess. No. Well, yeah, they won too, bro. Yeah, they won. Yeah, even too. in all oh, right, like they won training last year, right. It was all like, was bullshit, like short and yeah. intermediate passes, like. Yeah. They you don't win the first one. They're like, man. Jimmy's got shoulder issues, too. Consistent shoulder issues. I mean, like the Patriots. The Patriots didn't win in 01, and they go back to Bledsoe, and they never win another one. Right. Oh, please, God. So, yeah, that one makes a difference. Yep. Yes, it does. The one God, the KC, the two. Every dynasty starts with one. Thanks, Joey. Words of wisdom. <laughs> Every dynasty starts with one. Shut the fuck up, Sean. But, yeah, I mean, I think the Niners are uh, the top team right now. I'm prophetic as fuck. otherwise. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, the, the Niners are light years ahead of most teams in the NFL right now. I agree with that. Who's the worst team right now? The Patriots. Uh, let's see. We got to go Patriots, Broncos, Bears. Bears. Uh, Zona. Arizona. Cardinals. I didn't even think Arizona's pretty at least competitive. Bad. Yeah, I feel like Arizona's not as bad as we expected them to be. Like they've kind of hung around in some games. No, who are they? They beat the Cowboys. Yeah, they did beat the Cowboys, but Carolina's like- pretty bad with Bryce Young. Bryce Ooh, Young looks yeah, like shit. Carolina's a fucking absolute dumpster fire. Uh, as far as teams that don't 
that nobody's talking about being bad that are bad, though, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah, yeah that seems like consistent, yeah. though. It's coaching. Yeah. That's coaching in that I mean, scenario. Cleveland's obviously always bad. But... How, you know, the Chargers are – all right, the Chargers are, are the bizarro world Patriots. The Chargers have no coaching and elite talent. The Patriots have no and talent and elite coaching. And they put up crazy-ass numbers, and I just don't the get Chargers it. The Chargers are just always hurt. It's just crazy decisions. that, that we, it's, it's always the same story with them, and, and you like to think going into the season, oh, like, you know, that's not going to be the story. We're not going to rely on injury for them to be bad, right? Nope, but it's the same story every year. Well, Durant, Mike Williams is on IR. Austin Eckler has been out for the last three weeks. It's so um, funny, Durant, because on and that enough in itself is uh, Derwin James. I think has been out some of these games on draft day, on fantasy draft day, when we had the draft at my house. I told Paul. Paul drafted Mike Williams and um, Keenan Allen, Allen, and everyone was laughing at him. And they were like, "Why'd you draft both the Chargers receivers?" And I looked, and I was like, "Well, one of them is going to be on IR by week six, so." And I, you put, might him on, well, I, I put Mike Williams and on sure IR two shit, weeks ago. <laughs> Mike Mike Williams gets on IR week three or four, well, whatever, whatever it was. It was yeah, and I'm like, and we were like, "Wow!" I was like, "Wow!" Not looking so fucking stupid now, is it? And Paul starts laughing. He goes, "Nope." And I was like, "Yeah, where's all the assholes that were talking all that shit?" You yeah, know, Keenan Allen's still getting me 25 points a fucking game. I mean, he kind of laid a goose egg last week, but he's been he's been hitting it hot. And honestly, I only drafted both of them because i'm like maybe i can trade before one of these assholes gets hurt and have some like good trade value but unfortunately he got hurt before i could do that so oh well but yeah i i just find you know especially this year you know i took mahomes in the second round in one of my leagues and it just completely messed my whole team up um i mean Kirk Cousins didn't even get drafted in one of my leagues, and he's the second-best fantasy quarterback right yeah, now. I, uh, I landed Brock Purdy in free agency. Yep. Uh, like, you like you can absolutely take a quarterback late in fantasy or pick one up in free agency and, like, figure it out. Yeah. Like, I mean, I have Russell Wilson right now, and he's one of the best in the league. In Russell Wilson wise. is better than Patrick yeah, Russell Mahomes Wilson, right now. I believe, is yeah. five. I believe he's top five. I yeah. want to say he's so I got, six. I I've got him. Today. I got him. Josh and, Allen's the best. I have him and Trevor Lawrence. Second, and my and, team uh, still sucks. <laughs> I'm 0-5. <laughs> yeah. Hate it. 0-5. Yeah. Oh yeah, I, mean, I have uh, – I have – 20 more points scored against me than, or 19 more points scored against me than Sean does and he's 1 and 4. <laughs> That's the way it goes. Where am I yeah, at? I mean, fantasy is a whole different, you know, discussion in itself, but uh, you know, just wanted to make a quick point that, you know, you don't got to take a quarterback super early. No, you, you don't. Get, Anybody no, who still no. takes quarterbacks early is. I mean, Dude, like you said, I picked that's up so Cousins. 2004. I picked up Cousins last year off waivers. Kirk started him. Had the he was the number one fantasy quarterback last year, and then I was able to keep him from waivers, so he was my twenty fourth round pick. So I literally wasted zero picks on keeping Kirk Cousins this year. You know what I mean? So you you can get a quarterback like you see guys going for like the Mahomeses, the Allens, all these big time guys like up in like the first and second rounds, and you're like, why are you reaching so hard, dude? It's like there's thirty other quarterbacks that start every fucking week, dude. You can find somebody that's gonna put you up twenty to thirty points. And it's one of those yeah. weeks that you're gonna find. And I that. really don't think taking like the running backs early like is, is the wave anymore. No. Like I took Saquon Barkley in the first receivers. round and Aaron Jones in the third round and they're both hurt for me right now. I was barely able to squeak out a win with those with my first and third round pick on my bench. Yep. It's so all about it just you know, like I could have drafted receivers with those with those selections and, you know, t- taking some running backs later, like, uh, you know, like a Kenneth Walker on the Seahawks, who's playing pretty good or, you know, there's still decent, decent backs there. And, you know, fifth round, give or take. Right. 
But yeah, man, you gotta you gotta load up on those wide receivers. Gotta That's get those what wide I did, receivers. Brother. Yep. I mean, I kind of wish Aaron Rodgers didn't go down because Garrett Wilson was supposed to have a big year this year. He was gonna be a decent decent target. But I mean, hey, if yeah. Zach Wilson keeps playing then, like he did the other night, then and then I wouldn't tight be end, like tight ends, always the same same way. It's like if you don't get a top three, top five tight end, you might as well just take a flyer on someone later. Cause, uh, right. Someone's going to show up. Look at Dawson Knox. He came out of nowhere, what, two years ago? He, nobody knew the hell he was. Yeah, but no. now he's not playing that great this year because he's yeah, time no, with Dawson. I had Knox last yeah. year, too. Knox doesn't really produce that well in fantasy. No, the first year he did. Nobody knew the hell he was. I picked him up off of random-ass shit, and then I ended up dropping him, and he put up, I don't know, multiple, multiple good games against me with touchdowns, and I'm like, son of a bitch. He became Josh Allen's favorite target a little bit last year, but now he's just kind of fucked. But that's the thing is – Guys go in waves, dude. You know what I mean? Like, everybody goes in waves. It's not always about the most consistent dudes in fantasy. You know what I'm saying? You're picking up randos off of off of, uh, off waves, like safeties and shit. Sam Congato. Like, I forget who it was, that safety from Baltimore last week. He played the Colts, and he ended up having, like, 30 points, dude. And I'm like, dude, that's a game changer for your safety to get fucking 30. Hey, uh, two, two weeks from today will be NBA opening night. And it's going to lead off with Lakers and Nuggets, followed up by the Suns and the Warriors at 10. Ridiculous. Uh, Can't wait. Why, why so looking forward to the NBA season this year. So I'm looking forward to looking it. Pretty, I'm actually pretty yeah. pumped for it. So dude. ESPN ranked Austin Reeves the 66th best player. I saw that above. And, and they rest, ranked Russell Westbrook, what, 94th? How was how was ninety? How was he ninety fourth? He should be like off the list. I didn't even think he would be in the top one hundred. To be quite yeah, honest, no, he yeah. shouldn't be. Everybody was acting like that was disrespecting Russell Westbrook that they put Austin Reeves that far ahead of him. But I'm like, no, wait, I Westbrook th- still I didn't even in the top one hundred? Honestly, I, I think he's still fairly relevant just because of the fact that you know in the playoffs when you know Kawhi and George were both hurt, uh, he was kind of holding down the fort for you know for what it's worth. No, not really. Yeah, but what did what did it get him? Nothing. <laughs> it got him absolutely nothing. No, they lost. No, I know they lost, but you know yeah. when those guys were out and he was, you know, they're they're in the playoffs. You know, he was still putting up the numbers. If you look at the numbers, you yeah, know, but he, he. But that's the thing with that's the thing with Westbrook. He always puts up the numbers, but it always comes at the expense of the number that matters, the Ws. Right, and he just has a bunch of turnovers and erratic play to follow up everything he does. So it's just kind of offsets. Pretty much, yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my opinion. I'm pretty much over with Russell Westbrook as a as an entity. No, I'm done with him. He's gone. Yeah, he's gone. I don't like, yeah. Yeah, that but was cute. Lake, you know, Lakers look good. It was fun, uh, Ducky. Vegas it was fun. Have, uh, Bucks and Celtics are the top favorites. They had the same odds. Then Bucks and the Celtics had the, the same Nug- odds? The Nuggets yeah. and Suns had the second, second highest odds, followed by the Lakers. They were fifth. That's um, interesting. I like that. I like that for the Lakers. You and the fucking Lakers, man. Yeah, Dude, I love it. Simon. I like it. I like the fact that Lakers are being disrespected and underrated. I think they just they're just banking on the Lakers getting hurt. That's what they're banking on at this. Point. I don't think even if they do though, I just think the regular season this year the, the Lakers are loaded right now. If you look at that roster top to bottom, that is a loaded roster. They've got depth. They've got role players. They've got everything they need. I think. Except like a really like another. I think they could use another outside shooter. Who? Yeah, or even center. Who are they gonna get even right a now? Center, so, like, I don't know what Jackson Hayes is gonna do for us. And I know like, yeah, AG's always you know talked about not wanting to play the center. He wants to play the four. Well, they're gonna move him to the four. I think. I mean, Darvin Ham came out today and said he wants he wants AD shooting six threes a game. 
Yeah, I don't want Why that six? at all. He goes. He I goes. Well, he goes. I know block. he's not going to do it, but I want. I need it. him. I need AD in the paint. Yeah. Well, obviously but, you do. Protecting but, the rim and getting rebounds. But at the same time, I, I feel like this is one of those those moments where, like, you look at this, you look at this Lakers team, and we're going into a season now. We're like, okay, we need to make a move or two, but we don't yep. need to completely restructure the roster at the trade deadline in order to have a shot down the stretch. Right, like and last see, year, got the Nuggets open at night, so I'm curious what kind of lineup will run because now you know when they play a team like the Warriors, who are you know kind of small, they're actually really small now. Mm-hmm. Uh, adding Chris Paul, uh, AD can play the five, and like he'll he'll dominate Kevon Looney all day long. But you know, I want to see what kind of lineup they come out to start with versus Denver. Are they going to play it's... AD at that five or? It's gonna, gonna be gonna, it's gonna be interesting. You know, it's gonna suck. We got that, options. Though. I think that game tips like off. Said, we're deep. The Lakers are deep, and they got options. That so. that game tips off while we're on the air that night too, which kind of sucks. But oh, we'll, we'll be keeping tabs. Oh yeah, oh yeah, we'll be keeping tabs. We should get one that folds down over there. We could do that. We can make things happen. We have the budget. I got now. another TV at the house. I have plenty. I have three. I have four TVs just laying around doing nothing. But anyway, let's turn this uh, into a but Durant, sports uh, pub dog. We'll now. talk some. We'll talk some NBA next week because uh, in the next two weeks because we, we're we're going to definitely get heavy into that because we got a lot more. Yeah, to discuss. no doubt. We still got a few weeks, but, but yeah, it's um, coming up. Two weeks from today, we'll can't be wait, dude. Tonight, so. Can't fucking wait. Let's go Lakers, baby. Banner yes, eighteen. Sir. Hell yeah! Watch Tatum drop. Fuck the Celtics. Tatum get that Celtics another ring. Yeah, okay. We'll watch yeah, Tatum get them Celtics another ring. Yeah, we'll watch Tatum fold up with like a cheap Probably. suit in game seven <laughs> or whatever series he gets to. How dare you? Tatum drops 50 to stretch game seven. Oh, he only drops 17. Where'd he go? Well, Shut the fuck disappeared. Up. He well, is- actually 17. Who yeah. was it? Who else was it like? Well, who else in NBA history? Help me out here. Durant, you might know this. Who yep. else was like a game six warrior? There was like there was somebody else. I feel like that. And maybe I'm making this up, but I feel like there was somebody else in NBA history that was like one of those guys that was like, you you went to Game Six and you're like, yup, we're going to Game Seven. But when we get to Game Seven, it'll be nowhere to be found. I can't think of who the fuck it was. It might. I don't remember what generation it was. I could be making it up completely. Sounds but like something in I mean, I mean, it sounds a lot like Carmelo Anthony, but. I know I'm not. Embiid. That I don't think that's. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I'm telling you, could dude. Be, Embiid it could be Embiid. Embiid always talks like a big game, but then his team just lets him down. He just looks depressed every fucking game seven. But he looks depressed because his team lets him down. He James Harden shows up, another though. big underperformer. I, I think if the Bucks stay healthy, it's it's going to be theirs to lose in the I East. I also just fucking hate James. Well, Harden, I think though. it's I think it's going to be it's going to be Bucks. It's going to be Bucks. Bucks Lakers. Bucks Lakers. and Giannis is a serious big three. The yeah, Celtics are not fucking with that. No, the, if if the Bucks big three is healthy at the end of the season, uh, it's a wrap. The Bucks win the East, and then are gonna have the sides. They fill out Brooke Lopez, Bobby Portis. I love Bobby Portis. How I don't know old why. is Bobby Portis? I mean, he seems so old at this point. Forty eight. It feels like. I'm serious. Like, how old is he? He's probably like what thirty two, thirty three. He's like, an I'm old bastard. It seems like he's been in the league for 15 years. Yeah. But he's solid. He's like a solid role player. Comes off the bench. Does his thing. Um, I'm going to say 33. Uh, I don't actually know. I'm going to go age. 36. He's my age. <laughs> Neither one are close. He's 28. Wow. All right. He feels like he's been around for 15 years. Did he go? Is he one of them right out of high school dudes? Uh, no, they, they drafted him at 13. Yeah. He, 
He's one of those Dominican 2015 kids like was when he was drafted. My God. 2015, 2016 eight was his years, first it's season. eight years ago. It seems like just, he's like, he's been around so long. So he's been, yeah, he's 20 years old when he was drafted. But I can't wait to see the Lakers just dunk on the entire Western Conference this year. It's going to be fucking great. He looks old, too. It will be great. And we get, I can't wait for and we're gonna it, get, we're gonna Hey, get, thanks for the call, Joe. Durant, appreciate you, Adios. brother. We'll talk Yo, to you later. later, bro. Later, boys. 774-992-8702 if you want to give us a call and get your thoughts out on the air. We're talking all things uh, New England Patriots. Uh, what do the Patriots do from here? Where do they go? Is uh, is your boy the answer? My boy, our boy, Mac Jones. Is he the answer? Is this it? Is Bill Belichick done after this year? Do you want Bill Belichick done after this year? No. Because if you do, we would love to hear your reasoning as to why you want Bill Belichick done. Yeah. I will I will 100% after, make fun of you if you call up. After basically... 100%. Sal- because, you know, it's not like this team was great in 2019 when Brady had his last year here. Nope. If you remember, they, that was the year they started 8-0. and Yep, they started red hot. And then finished 4-4 four and four and went 1-done. and done. In the playoffs, and Brady's final pass in Gillette was a touchdown to the other team. <laughs> um, which, did we ever figure out what other... The, uh, we know Brady's thrown four pick sixes in oh. Gillette because of that that that, it, that, me, that meme that came up. Well, we think we know. Dude, that I don't even know. That, that was a great I know, snap. I know Logan Ryan was one of them. That was 2019, yeah. I'm trying to think of the other ones, but I don't remember Brady. One was um, playoffs, you said, right? Well, one was Logan to, Ryan. one was to what's his name, Sam Adams in 2003. Oh, I thought it was against the Jets. Oh no, that, no, that was, was that in Buffalo. Was, that was in Buffalo. Yeah. That was right. in Buffalo. I'm Shit. talking in Gillette. Pick six is in Gillette Stadium. I think one was. I want to say one was it. No. Ah, uh, I don't recall the other three. Was Von Miller one? No, that was a fumble. Oh, fuck. That was a fumble. I'm was... Googling it because I have no fucking clue. I thought Von Miller might have been one, but no. I feel like I'm trying to like... I feel like one was like one of those like... Revis, he, maybe? Like a tip ball on the goal line, snagged by a D lineman and walked it in Darrell kind of Revis. thing. I mean, had to, one of them had to have been against the Ravens, right? Because they were like probably his own Ed Reed. Ed Reed. Reed. Yeah, maybe. Did Ed Reed? No, I don't think Ed Reed ever picked six Brady. Who knows? We're gonna find out soon. Yeah. Do you have it? Are you coming I'm, up I'm on it? Googling it. Because I'm curious too. I saw that. I was I was very curious about that because like, I thought wow. I'm like wow I'm like I remember like obviously he had the one against, uh, but Champ Bailey didn't six him in Denver, but that was in Denver, so yeah, it's it was in Denver. irrelevant. Uh, I'm trying to remember, dude. Brady pick six is at home. He had four. It's going to be like two random-ass dudes that we never even would think about. Did did he have one against the Niners in 2012? The year that the Niners went to the Super Bowl? Remember oh, the Sandy Hook Kaepernick? game? Remember the Sandy Hook thing happened? And then was there, was there one that night? Wasn't there one against Buffalo in 2012 or 11? Remember when he threw like four picks to Buffalo that game? Maybe. This but was I like think that week. was in Buffalo, though. That was in Orchard Park. Oh, you might be right. Pretty sure that was in Buffalo. You might be right. Uh, I'm, I'm watching a YouTube video of every pick six of Brady's, Brady's life. The first one is to uh, is the it's, this is not a home. This has to be in Denver. It was too fucking what's his name? I Delph can't O'Neal. Sh- it was Delph O'Neal. Good shit. <laughs> yeah, Delph O'Neal. I remember him. Yeah. The, the first one he ever threw in in New England was against the Browns. It was to 
No fucking clue who this guy is. No idea who so, that was. So the Browns, somebody from the Browns. Yeah, I don't know, some guy that was. Do you like know what year that was? Oh, one or three? Two thousand three. Two thousand three. Yep. Two thousand three Browns Patriots in Gillette. They'll Damn that. Who's the next one? Dude, he threw into Revis. I knew it was Revis. But that was no, that was in New York. Ah, oh, fuck. He did throw into Buffalo, but it was to Sam Adams. No, Aaron Schobel. Aaron Schubel picked it off at the line and then ran it in. Okay. Aaron Schubel, that was 2008. That was Brady's first game back, night one, opening oh, game. Oh, the ACL. Okay, that, so, uh, that's I, number I, two. Knew, I said it was a defensive lineman. That was number two. Never. Yeah. Yep. That's fucking crazy. That it took him eight years to throw a second one. Yeah, right? Holy shit, that's nuts. Well, a pick six, though. Right. You know, at home. Yeah. At home. Yeah. How many quarterbacks actually You only got eight have... games at home, and then right, yeah, you know, to throw right. a pick six at home is rare anyway. I'd like to see who's got the most pick sixes at their home He threw stadium. one against the Eagles at home. I can't see who the player is. Sheldon Brown. Malcolm Jenkins. Malcolm Jenkins. That was three. And then the other ones who Joey said, Logan Ryan. That's four. That's four. Wow, that's fucking insanity. So that's four right there. Malcolm Jenkins, Logan Ryan, who's it? Schobel, and Joey's finding the guy on the Browns right now. So those are the four picks that Brady's ever thrown throughout his entire career in Gillette Stadium. Fuck, that's, that hurts to hear. That's crazy. What? <laughs> Mac Jones has already met uh, <laughs> that mark. Has already thrown more or just. Uh, it wasn't 2003. Then it was 02 then. It was a YouTube video and it was grainy as shit. I thought I said 03. Try 02. Yeah, because if it was uh if it was 03, then uh well that game against the Browns was nine to three. So I don't know how the Browns would have scored six by Easy. only scoring three. They missed the extra point it's, and they get a field goal. They, yeah. No, the Patriots scored nine. The Browns scored three. Oh, they, so oh, you okay, can't have a pick six and only score three, right? Yeah. <laughs> that uh, that math does not add up. <laughs> they kicked they kicked oh. the, they kicked the field goal the wrong way. Yeah. They took away three what points. What the fuck? Yeah, exactly. I don't know how that works. Like, hey, you did what? Yeah. Nah. That's nuts, though. Only four, huh? That hurts I mean, my feelings. Like I said, look up. I want to see who, what quarterback has the most picks at home. I wonder who that's got to be. Dude, probably fucking uh, Brett Phillip Favre. Phillip Rivers or Brett Favre. Eli Manning. Yeah. Dude, somebody, Eli Manning uh, had 30 at the same It was 2001, year. and it was Corey Fuller. Wow. Corey wow. Fuller. Oh, one? Yeah, it was 01. Because I, I was like, wait, because I'm like, 02? No, because this is before, 01 was before the uh, divisional realignment. Fuller, Schobel, who else? Jenkins. Lo- Malcolm, Malcolm Jenkins. Jenkins. And then uh, yeah. Logan, and Ryan. Logan Ryan. Logan Ryan, those are his four. Logan Ryan, Aaron Schobel, Corey Fuller, and Malcolm Jenkins. Dude, the four all, guys that pick six Brady I always wanted Aaron Schobel on the Patriots. Always. And then randomly, he was just like, I'm retired. And I'm they going should to all get together and make themselves like a like a chain. And just be like, wait, gang, the, gang. The, the, the pick six Brady club at pick home. Pick six at home. Yeah. No, well, they could, they could do that. the NPC thing. Gang, gang. Yeah. That'd gang, be gang. Are you looking Hi. up how many picks? Hi. Who's got the most picks at gang, home? Gang, gang. I'll look it up. Who that is. All right, we we talked a lot about the Patriots. Most pick sixes of all time at home, at home by a quarterback. I'm gonna say Brett Favre. That's what that that's was, what he. That's said. what I said. Did I you? said I said Brett Favre or Eli Manning. Mm. No, it wouldn't be those two. No, it's gonna be at home. It's gonna be somebody stupid. Yeah. Paul Cruz. Paul Cruz. Cross. Kraus. 
No, that can't be right. Most pick sixes or most pick sixes at home? At home. That's what he had. All right, this is Invigorating Radio. Brett Favre. I knew Brett Favre was the leader. Uh, da, 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 da. I'm looking up the splits right now. Is it really? It's yeah. It's uh, Brett Favre. Yeah, that can make sense. That makes sense. Two hundred and six. No, no, it's not. It's gonna be. It's Matt Stafford with twenty nine. No, you're looking at one year. Oh, he looking threw at twenty nine picks and at home. No, no, you year. need you need inter- No, no, I'm looking at interceptions. <laughs> I'm <sorry>. like what? <laughs> it's Brett Favre. Two hundred and six. It says at uh fucking at, Green Bay. At, yeah. Which means he only had two hundred. He only had one hundred and twenty-one interceptions on the road. He was great on the road. At home, dog shit. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. He's like, I hate this fucking place. He's like, he's like, I'm at home. I can just yaunt, launch this fucking ball down. So there. no, yeah. So uh, Matt. Uh, so Favre has the most uh, with. What did you say? Thirty-two. No. No. All time. At home. No, just all time. No, all time. He's a lead with three hundred and thirty-six. Pick sixes. No, we're not doing pick sixes. Yeah, we are. Interceptions. No, pick sixes oh, yeah. at home. The no, most. pick sixes. Oh, Who pick sixes threw the most Yeah, we already sixes. know Brett Favre owns the fucking league record oh, for most interceptions. Well, I misunderstood. Yeah, I want to know no, who, no, no. Pick what sixes. quarterback owns the Favre pick six. Favre, Favre owns it with 32. And then Matthew Stafford tied uh, Dan Marino last year 29. with 29. Uh, and then Joe Namath, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees complete the top five with 28, 27, 27. So Namath had twenty eight. That's pick sixes all Manning time. Manning and Breeze yeah. had twenty seven. I wonder. How, I bet you could go back and look at how many of those were at home and how many of those were on the road. That's. That I would, mean, I could go back through the play look, by that, play. That would have to be something that you would have to like really. That'd be like one of those like I'm burning the midnight oil. Yeah. I'm, uh, for I'm, no reason I'm, I'm at all. Just yeah, just doing. I'm doing this just for the sake of doing this. Yep. Yep. Like half the fucking statistics that you see on Monday or Thursday night or Saturday. Yeah, that would be that'd be football. that'd be what I was doing at that point. I'm yeah. all I'm all set uh, with that right this minute, but you know maybe maybe one of these nights. Facts. So how do I know? Okay, number one. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, so yeah, we we talked about the we've been on the Patriots a lot. I was gonna say if we're gonna you move on. fucking yeah, we can definitely move on. If you fucking believe that Bill Belichick should be fired. From both jobs, I think you're an insane person. All right, I was going to ask before, who do you think's more pissed off at the other one? Do you think Bill O'Brien's more pissed off at Belichick? Like, yo, dude, I thought you told me coming here this was going to be dope. Like, this guy had talent, this is going to be easy. Or do you think Belichick's looking there like, hey, you fucking asshole, Bill. Like, why aren't you doing anything? Like, get this I think guy it's both. Him? I think it's both. I think the, I think everyone's frustrated with everybody. Yeah. I think it's a whole place just pissed off, like, nonstop. It just looks like shit, dude. You go to work, HR has brought you in, they said... 47 sexual harassment complaints have been filed. <laughs> you have to sit through like 53 hours of training. Ugh. And you're just looking at each other like, I hate every single person in yeah. this room. They need some banana bread they, they, at work, dude. And then, and then they, they, they were offered a pizza party on Friday. Oh, and then when dope. you get to the pizza, it's like all the shittiest kinds of it's left. It's like just cheese and anchovy. It's like cheese, like, pineapple oh. on pizza. Like if, like if one of Wait, those people. with or without ham? No, no ham. Just pineapple. Oh, even worse. At least if you throw ham on the motherfucker, it's not that, that bad. That's Patriots right now. Yep, that's them. The so, Patriots are eating pineapple so, pizza. So Joey <laughs> is on Team Israel right now. Yeah, and we all? Isn't any true Patriot on Team Israel? 
I mean, I'm sorry. I'm just I'm on the uh, I'm on the side of the people who don't airdrop into concerts and then start raping and murdering women, and innocent, children. yeah, civilians. So, mm. right. Sorry. Yeah, I just can't get on board with. Yeah, that. I can't get on board with that. But uh, that's a whole other show for a whole other day. <laughs> right. right. Um, I, I just can't believe what's going on. But I, you know, do you I had a Presley and all you other idiots out there, whatever. Yeah, but um, you know. Uh, you know, I'm sure. I'm sure the uh, the squad. You know, they, I know they released a statement at some oh, yeah. so at it, some point this week that was like, you know, um, it was along the along the lines of some people did something. Oh, some things. Some people did some things. Um, yeah. Uh, anyway, but uh, no. Um, I will. Uh, I will always support my uh, my Hebrew friends. Always. That's so fucking sad. Uh, the, the whole never, thing is just. Fucking I, I'll pathetic. never turn my back on them. I've had way too many good close friends growing up that were Jewish, and um, could filter fish for life. Yeah, nah. <laughs> fucking man of Shevitz, bro. Send it, dude. I guess I can't believe Shabbat like so, like everything that's happening right now is like on, live online. It's crazy that we've seen more. Uh, we've seen more footage out of uh, Israel, out of Israel, and 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 Gaza. Than we did Ukraine. Then we have Ukraine. Yeah, in, in I knew you were gonna fucking say forty-eight that. hours. It's, it's I was insane. thinking the same fucking thing. But it's all a big psyop anyway. I mean, we all know what the fuck is going on. So yeah, Ukraine was just a money grab. Hey, didn't we move two of it's our a- biggest? Navy battalion anyway. aircraft, anyway. yeah. Our yeah. group, our carrier groups. Gerald Ford. Yeah, Gerald Ford's there, and what's the other one? Uh, yeah, well, they're always the they're always you know. in that area of the world, and they always just move in, and they're just a threat. But they're not. We're not doing anything. I hope not. It's a threat. It's a show of force because everybody knows. But the problem is, is that Hamas is not. Uh, I can't. I, I can't. We don't have time to go into all this. Yeah, really yeah I don't. really don't have time to go into what all this. It right yeah, now? it's ten o'clock. We've oh, got. Oh shit. 45 minutes left, uh, and we just, I don't have time to get into all that. Uh, But we did the, you know, there is no greater show of force in the world than an American carrier group moving into your region. So, you know, if an American carrier group is moving in, shit is about to get very, very fucking real. What was going on here? Yeah, that's one of those, um, continue to fuck around, and you are very much going to find out. Yeah. You know, people always say like, oh, you know, uh, peace starts with, you know, empathy and understanding. And I say, no, peace starts with an aircraft carrier (laughs) or better yet, the business end of a rifle. But nonetheless, that's neither here nor there. That's for people who live in the real world, not people who live on Facebook and just change their flag, you know, their profile pictures to have, you know, flags over them and, you know, pretend like they care or know what's going on because they, you know, they don't. But um, right. They want to pat. A, they want to pat on the back or an attaboy. Yeah, nonetheless, uh, no, I will never support the savages uh, of Hamas, or I will never support the Palestinians because they are. I'm not going to blanket all Palestinians uh, because they're not all terrorists, but all terrorists are Palestinians. <laughs> so, um, or some derivative of their thereof. So, uh, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Um, no, I support Israel. I've always been a supporter of Israel. I will always remain a supporter of Israel. And I will always remain a supporter of the Jewish people because that's, you know, it, we joke all the time. I grew up around, you know, Jewish friends and stuff like that. We joked and made all the cliche things and right, South Park right. taught me tons of cliches and all that fun stuff. But um, at the end of the day, what just happened this weekend was one of the most diabolical, disgusting evil things i've ever seen play out yeah 
um, including the beheading and burning alive of children goes, under 12. It goes like, so far beyond the justification of a cause, dude. It's like, yeah, no. Um, and I know people will say, well, Israel's been doing it. Like, no, fuck you. Like, all these fucking clowns at Harvard out there protesting and saying we stand with Palestine and this and that. It's like, yeah, no. Um, what just took place this weekend? I'm sorry. There, there was no justification for that. You can sit here and argue whatever geopolitical bullshit you want and, you know, how intersectionality comes in and you know, all these people living in the same place with all these different ideologies and blah, 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 and sit there and argue about your, your, your morality and your, your, your fucking, your, uh, your theological bullshit. Yeah, I don't really care, dude. Like, they just went in and raped and murdered innocent men and women and children. No. Not getting on board with that. Sorry, dude. Not getting on board with that. Nope. Don't do Not doing it. Not in any way, shape, or form. No. Regardless of your race, creed, color, don't give a shit. You do that kind of shit, you are a fucking barbarian. You are a fucking savage. And the only thing that you should know is death. And okay. I say that with the utmost Conviction. Conviction <laughs> that I could possibly say. Like, I mean that. Right. If you support these fucking monsters in Palestine and Hamas, ah, man, I got to take a second look at you. I really do. I didn't wear this hat. I didn't even want this to become like a topic of contention tonight. But, <laughs> but no, but, but we're not talking about it. It's, I think I think we're all in agreement. Like none of us are pretending to live in fucking Israel or Palestine, and none of us are saying, "Oh shit!" You know, either. every Palestinian is a, is a horrible person. No, we're not saying that at all. Uh, but the Palestinians did vote for Hamas to run. Yeah. To to govern Gaza Just keep and keep all your fucking religious bullshit yep. over there. You know, I, I mean, I, you know when you know it's funny when 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 Israel relinquished Gaza to the Palestinians in 2005, which mm-hmm. is a thing if you don't know, it's look it up. Yeah, you know, but if you don't if you didn't know this, the Gaza Strip has been given to the Palestinians by Israel for now what 18 years. Mm-hmm. And you know what the first thing the Palestinians did when Israel was like, "You know what? Never mind, you can have it." They launched a shitload of rockets into Israel. Thanks for the land, assholes. Here you go. Yeah, there is no peace. They will never stop. These people don't know. They're seven. Listen. Ah, see, I'm going to get myself nope. in trouble here. Right, let's not do it then. Let's not I, do I'm going to get myself in trouble here. But Back to football. <laughs> there is a certain sect of people that are about 7,000 years behind the rest of the modern world. And I'll let you figure out who the fuck they are because I'm pretty sure most of the people listening to this show are pretty fucking smart. You can connect the dots. Um. Yeah, but most of them live in that section of the country or Southeast Asia, uh, which actually has the highest concentration of them, but nonetheless, neither here nor there. Um, yeah, you figure it out. Mm-hmm. I'll leave it there. Sorry, it wasn't, it wasn't a topic I meant to bring up. Hey, you know I what, though? I want, but, I want, I you know, to, I, to make I, a comment I, to the hat. I put the hat on. I, I did wear the hat today, and I did wear it. I did do it on purpose. Didn't necessarily want to talk about it and get into it because we didn't. This could hijack an entire month's worth of shows. No, if we wanted it to, um, maybe. But we're not that show. We're a sports show. But I did want to show support and let my friends and followers and people who listen to us know that uh, you know where I stand on it. And I don't think it's that hard to understand. Um, if you have a problem with it, that's fine. I'm open for debate. Always. 
Uh, I'm, 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 I'm always right here, one click away. You, Throw a status up on my Facebook page, and anybody who knows me knows I am fucking relentless, and I will go for hours and days and weeks on end debating and arguing with anybody. There, there is one person who's against it publicly. Mia, Mia Khalifa. Oh yes, yes, that absolute fucking whore. Um, which is funny. <laughs> I, just, I just keep adding gas <laughs> because and dry leaves to the fire. It's so funny because if she lived in the place of the people that she's defending, she'd been killed. She'd be literally beheaded. Like, beheaded right if now. If she went over there, they'd kill her just for the shit she has done. Because they'd be like, "Oh, you disgrace the Muslim religion." You get she. I mean, we literally watch Mia Khalifa get fucked in a hijab. I don't know what you're talking about. I haven't seen any of that. We've all jerked off to it several times. No, Her and I've uh, never seen it. What was the other? I can honestly sit here and tell you, I have never actually watched a Mia Khalifa video. He's pulling it up right now. I just never have. <laughs> no, he's not. Really I never doing saw it. the hype. I didn't care really. Like, listen, all right. I just wanted to add one last like little canister of fire. <laughs> like, it's, it's like Joey's like, all right, and now we're done. I'm like, what about Mia Khalifa? <laughs> he's just right back in there. Google, sir. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. Oh well, yeah, we're doing this. Yeah. No. Let me, let me mute this site real quick. Um. Okay, how are you doing? I just said no. We're doing it. I'm trying to figure out. Oh, Juliana <laughs> Vega. That was the other one. Juliana Vega is. Wait the... a minute. <laughs> you're not going to a certain website to do. It's not Wikipedia. You're going to. He's like, let me Wait just go with Wikipedia. No, but here's the one right here. <laughs> where it's the you know it's the Muslim it's the Muslim oh, milf and the daughter. Oh my god. Yeah. Uh, no, but that's that. Joey's screen is live, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, but doesn't she les it out with other chicks too? Who? I don't of course she does. Know. Yeah, so she would have gotten thrown off a building. Yeah, and you ever hear her like talk about how she's like so proud how she's been divorced three times and she just takes yeah, shoes for she rides? She would have thrown off a fucking building. And she, while I, she's sitting there like ripping butts, and you're like, I didn't even you're know fucking she, gross. Yes. I didn't even know yeah, she was like a playboy. That pussy has got to be so trashed oh by this God. point, dude. You can, you I don't what? even think I would like there are certain porn stars that Sean I would Watson. still fuck just to say like I suck like to stick my flag in it be like and put that notch in my belt not hers because it's like whatever she doesn't give a fuck I'm probably the 15th hundredth uh, 2500th 5,000 missing a comma yeah um, whatever but <laughs> I mean, like there are still there are still certain it. porn stars like I would I would smash like Tara Patrick would still get it um, oh, Tara Patrick. uh, uh What's her name? Um, uh, the little one that I saw in Providence there. She was awesome. Uh, anyway, I could go through the list. We, we've talked about all of them. Um, Jenna Hayes. Wow. Uh, yeah, Jenna. Jenna Hayes was I still... thought you were going to say... Um... Oh, the show. Texas Alexis. Oh, Alexis Texas was. Alexis, oh yeah, Texas. definitely. But that's that's wow, like, I like oh, listen, Alexis Texas, Layla London. Like they would still all get it. You know what I mean? But is... just to say, like, I did not because it would be good. But Mia Khalifa's not even like in my top one thousand of porn stars that I would that I would probably want to smash, and all right, I'm not, it's got to be like I mean literally like just having sex with a cup of warm water at this point. I'm, I'm not, I'm and not, it reeks like butts. I'm not and you're just like ew. ew. I'm not adding any more fuel to the fuel to this. It just keeps squirreling to different. Well, I mean, we're just talking about Mia Khalifa's trash. You know, she's yeah. a trash human being, yep. trash porn star. She had her like three minutes of fame, if that. Well, I didn't know she was actually working for Playboy, and Playboy fired her via like Twitter or X, whatever it is. Really, that sucks. 
Yeah. Oh, oh, they what? publicly, for yeah, they fired her. They were like, they for her them? comment, for yeah, basically, for her she was telling, she said, oh. uh, her tweet that she tweeted out, she said, can someone tell the freedom fighters in, pa- in Gaza to turn their phones horizontal while they're filming? Meaning, turn your, fi- your phone horizontal so we can see you rape and murder Israelis better. Oh, that's cool. And they were just like, yeah, you're done, bro. Yeah, see, see you later. Good. At least Playboy's got a hand on his shoulders. Allegedly. But, I mean, like, how do you run from that? I mean, like, you can't even hide from that kind of bullshit. Like, that's just crazy. But, uh, anyway, all right, let's go back to sports. I mean, I do love a good porn star discussion. We should just do one night, like, in the offseason, we just rank, like, our top 50 all-time porn stars. Oh, my God. Like, just do a collab. And then, like, we could do research on on site. Research? No. On, on, <laughs> on site. site. On site. Be like, hey, look this up. Google this one. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's her. That, yep. Like Jenna Steele. Remember back in the day? Tom yep. Blonde? No. Yeah. Jenna Steele, Tara Patrick. Those are like the originals. Kira Kenner. Kira Kenner. Yeah, that was another one, too. Jenna Hayes. Uh, what's the ultimate MILF, too, there? Um, uh, Lisa? No, um... Corey Chase? It's like nope. it's Lisa Ann. She's been around for like 15 no, years. No, Lisa Ann's one of them. She's she's awesome, but no, she's not she's not the one I'm thinking of. Um, who the hell is he talking about then? I know who he's talking about, and I, I can't remember her name. The one that Jimmy G hooked up with? No. No uh, idea. Oh, my God, dude, it's going to piss me off so I know bad. who he's talking about. Brandy Love. Yeah. Brandy Love. Yep. Oh, she what. does, like, comic cons now. Yeah, she's like a big like, like for the people porn star. Yeah, she you ever seen her husband? Like she does like porn with her husband now. He's like this old like crusty bearded dude with like a pretty, I don't want to say mediocre dick, but like an average dick. And you're like, oh, oh, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's, well, there's yeah. film tricks to having a mediocre dick and being in porn. You just get tiny ass girls. That's all it is. That and you get skinny guys, like just super skinny guys yeah, that have yeah. like six inch dicks, and you're like, yeah, oh yeah, like, like he's got a hammer. This guy's like five five, right? He's got a six inch dick, and you're like, well, I mean, it looks I, like twelve I, inches, I, so fuck it. We've gone from sports discussion to let's see what we can do now. <laughs> and that is why this is the best sports talk show on the fucking planet right. because we will go off of. I swear to God, if I come here one night and I see a black couch, I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm not, I'm. Oh, it's brown. Never mind. Oh, no. I Sean and Keith sat on the casting couch for a long time. Yeah. No. First of all, it was like. I remember that. That was in well, Fairhaven, too, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was yeah. not in Fairhaven. Yes, it was. Yeah, it was. We were not sitting. Yeah, no, we were. It was steel. Dude, that's was, the first couch stools. I ever bought when I wore, when I Yeah, we moved were sitting out. on that We were, we're on bar stools. No. no. I don't remember that. Fairhaven? No. In New in my first oh, apartment New in Bedford, New Bedford, New Bedford. I, was. I was thinking I'm thinking of uh, behind Miles um, Donuts. Miles oh, Donuts. Yeah. yeah. Then that. you guys were on you guys were on like the the stools that you used to, you sat on up until a couple weeks ago when I finally blessed you with yeah. beautiful secret lab Titan XLs. Now I get tired. I'm like they're not oh, XLs, they're Evos. Oh, Evos. I'm sorry. I have the XL. You have the XL. Yeah, because I'm the fat one of the group. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I get the, the I get the I get the Evo. Um, all right. What else do we want to? Oh, we want to do. Do you want to do Dante Wintner? Let's yes, do Dante do. Wintner. We get the one video uh, of the night. You have, I don't know what it is, so play so, it, brother, because I don't know what you're Dante talking about. Dante Wintner. So became, wait, wait, yeah, give me the backstory here. Dante Wintner became the second. He's a news reporter. Now. Ex-player turned analyst to absolutely rip a current quarterback after playing against him for several years. Yeah. In a very just unflattering fashion, much like way. Rodney Harrison tried to bait 
Chris Jones into talking shit about Zach Wilson last week. Right. And we played that, and it was just like, dude, like, what are you doing? Like, this is you're, – you're, you're Rodney Harrison. Why are you, like, trying to shit on Zach Wilson of all people? Yeah, shut the like, fuck up. Like, what did this kid – Lost bad respect Did this kid fuck – did he fuck your wife? Like, is that did. the problem? Like, probably did. Zach Wilson milf on her. Yeah, I mean – Time magazine. I, I mean, see, Rodney's older than me, so I guess that would make his wife at this point a milf. Which She's would put 40, him in, right? which would put him in, which would put him in Zach's prime target area, you know. Zach Zach Wilson's just sitting there going, he's like, oh. and Rodney Harrison's wife is like, oh shit, he's moving into weapons envelope. <laughs> oh no, <laughs> he's about to fire his missiles. Oh boy, you know, uh, like yeah, like he gets it, like they get down like that. So uh, anyway, Dante Whitner. This video is it long? No, not at all. It paints the story though. Yeah, but they get this. Well, just listen. So you have Dante Whitner coming out and just absolutely roasting Dak Prescott. I mean, he leads the segment with Dak Prescott sucks. Like, what did you put money on the Cowboys, bro? First of all, that is not your job as an analyst. Like, they bring you on to give insight. All right? Not trash guys that you have personal beef with. Like, yeah, no I know shit. I know Dante, you got you got snuffed by Dak Prescott a couple years ago when he stiff-armed your ass to the ground and made you look fucking stupid, okay? Right. But, like, why, first of all, why are we bringing Dante Whitner in to uh, be an analyst? That's a good question. Why is he an analyst? Let's ask, let's ask that question. Let's lead with the obvious. Why is Dante Whitner down on the sidelines giving his... I mean, this man is basically Kanoi Kennedy 2.0, okay? Like, d- ask yourself, do you know who Kanoi Kennedy is? No. Barely. Barely. You don't. I do. You barely do. I bet you half of our listening audience, if not ninety nine percent of them, has no fucking idea who Kanoe Kennedy is. But let me uh let me go ahead and let me go ahead and learn you something here real quick. Okay. Uh one guy, career, uh has let's see, uh he's played uh he's he's played in hundred and fifteen games and has himself what? Where where is it? Interception. Uh ten interceptions. Okay. Uh a touchdown. Okay. Uh seven force fumbles. And what did, what did he have for sacks? Uh oh, six sacks, okay. The next for an entire career. Yep. Yeah, yeah, the next guy has hundred and fifty seven games played. Uh he has eleven interceptions, so one more interception. Uh he has eleven force fumbles, uh, and three sacks. Okay, so right, pretty pretty similar stat lines, right? Jesus Christ! Except, you got one sack every fifty fucking games. Except dude? one guy, one guy's played like I said, one hundred fifteen games, and has ten interceptions. One's got one hundred and fifty seven games with eleven interceptions and three and less sacks and less forced fumbles. Um, one of those guys is Kanoi Kennedy, 
That's the guy who played in 115 games with 10 interceptions and six sacks. Right. The other guy is Dante Whitner, who played in 157 games with 11 interceptions and, and three, three sacks. sacks? Yeah. So you got one sack per 50 fucking games? Yep. It's one sack every, what, yep. like now, three now, years, now, dude? I'm not, now, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and, and slam Dante Whitner Four for his years. lack of, of sacks as a safety. That's kind of silly, right? But who the fuck are you? Like we know that you played for the Bills once, right? And the and the Browns. And the Browns. And I believe the Niners. Oh no, the Redskins. Was it the Redskins or was it the Lions? No, Kanoi Kennedy played for the Lions. Uh Whitner played for Buffalo, then San Fran, then Cleveland, then Washington. So he was with Buffalo for the first five years of his career, then San Fran for three. Cleveland for two, Washington for his last one, so which is the one he got stiff armed by Dak and made to look like a bitch, which right. was back in 2016. Right. So this dude's a clown trashing on Dak and has yep. no business doing it. I mean, I kind of trashed on Dak. I didn't disagree with him, but it is a horrible look when you're a former player going on national media and just being like. And smashing like, a current player. And then he did it online, too, because Tyreek Hill called him out. And then he basically said, Tyreek Hill, you're a piece of shit, dude. Right, and it's and not like this guy's and it's not like this guy's like as like established as like an analyst like Shannon Shop or no. like or, or right, like one of it, the or the other when, dickhead who's loud, um Stephen A. Smith. Stephen, thank you. Like Stephen or somebody like yeah, that. Yeah, but Stephen A. Smith's not a former player. Let, let's just keep it to former players. Okay, all right, all right, fair enough. The other guys, like, all right, you don't see Greg Olson coming out and being like, or, yeah, yeah. Or Tony Romo. Or Tony yeah. Romo being like, even wow, RG or this guy sucks. Uh, RG three, RG three, he dabbles around. He walks that line. Yeah, well, he's a fucking. Uh, what's his name? Ryan Clark shits on players all the time on ESPN. Nate Burleson did for a while too. Nate Burleson now is Good Morning America. Yep, but he did for a while. He's a fucking clown. God, Jesus, he sucks. Um, they, they, I just can't stand it. I can't stand half the like. It's just such a fucking clown show, dude. I, I I don't get how Ryan Clark still has a job because his takes are so bad. And he's never right. He's never right. He's never right. Like everything Who's the he other says guy? is wrong. Emmanuel Acho. Emmanuel Acho's one. He sucks. Yep. He's just awful. But I'm just sitting here, like I, I said, as soon as I saw Dante Whitner say that, I was just like, dude, like, what are you like? You're like, you're not even fucking Kanoi Kennedy. And everybody's like, who the fuck's Kanoi Kennedy? And I'm like, exactly. exactly. <laughs> I'm like he was Denver Broncos legend. Okay, first of all, right. like, first of all, Denver Bronco for life. But, you know, we forget about his time in Detroit where actually he was more successful in Detroit than he was in Denver, but that's neither here nor there. Um, but nonetheless, he was just like kind of just like an average good safety in the league. Yeah, like he was yeah. just kind of there. He was okay. Like he wasn't any, you know, the, nobody was crying in Denver when, when he signed with Detroit then after the 2003 season, right? right. We were like, ah, oh, we like Kenoy Kennedy. He's a big hitter. He's cool, whatever. Right. But we were like, eh, well, whatever. We got John Lynch. Fuck yeah. it. Yeah, have a good yeah, okay. day, bro. Later. Yeah, see you later. Um, that being said, no disrespect to Kenoy Kennedy, but Dante Winter, you're not even Kenoy Kennedy. So, like, where are you on the all-time yeah, and where you list of, like, talking shit? ability to talk shit about one of the guys who's probably, I mean, as much as you want to sit here and talk shit about Dak, and a lot of Cowboys fans want to, he's still a top-ten quarterback in the league, whether you like it or not. Yeah, facts. Because, I mean, I hate to break it to you, and Cowboys fans should know this, but they somehow still don't. How hard it is to find a quality starting quarterback in the NFL. It's not Dak's fault that Jerry Jones is one of the worst owners in all of sports and that he only cares about the NFL as a brand, not the actual Cowboys. Right. The Cowboys as a brand carry themselves. 
Right. He doesn't have to do anything with the Cowboys. Like they're just we're the Dallas fucking Cowboys. We're America's team. I bought America's team. I don't have to market this. It markets itself. Right. So what does Dallas? What does Jerry Jones focus on? Growing the league, getting the league to Europe, getting the uh, direct TV contracts, getting the TV expansion oh, rights, God. getting Thursday night football. Okay. Him, Pat Bowen, Robert Kraft were instrumental in getting a lot of shit done in this league that grew this league beyond what it ever possibly thought it could be. All right, those are the big three. Right. That being said, Jerry Jones doesn't give a flying fuck about the Cowboys' win-loss record. He claims he does, but he doesn't. Everybody knows he doesn't. So it's not Dak's fault right. that he's just completely torpedoed at every turn. Now, everybody likes to think it's just that easy of like, yeah, well, of course, but it's, yeah, there's better out there. There's better out there. Really? Really? Oh, there's better out there? Okay. Trade Dak away and dive back into that pool of looking for your franchise quarterback. Good Go ahead. Luck. They already have him. Trey Lance. They traded for him already. Oh, that's right. They did. You know what? And I can't wait until Dak gets cut or traded or something stupid happens, goes somewhere else, and absolutely fucking, like, when he, like, replaces Kirk Cousins in Minnesota yeah, and, like, yeah, goes, like, 13-3 and three and wins a Super Bowl or some shit, and you're like, wow. Mm. Listen. Didn't know he had it. Right. So, no. Squirreling off for one it, second. But... Squirreling off for one second. Kirk Cousins just lost Justin Jefferson for four games. Yep. Ouch. The the team has basically said they're in a sale mode. Kirk Cousins may be available. I am telling you right now, the fucking Jets should trade for Kirk Cousins. It's a nine game fucking rental, a ten game rental, whatever it is. Hundred percent. It would put them right back into contention. That's a good team that's missing a quarterback. Yeah. Facts. Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. What's up, fat ass? What up? What's going on? You want to talk some sports ball? What kind? I don't know. You called me. You tell me. Who's that chick in the background? Huh? Who's that chick in the background? Which one? <laughs> oh, good answer. Ah, I like it. All right. I don't have a comeback for that. That's what I <laughs> 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 so it's good, dude. Uh, I don't fucking know. Huh. Drinking and shit. Um, sports balls. I don't know. I'm watching dudes on ice skates right now. That's sliding around. It's already that time of year. Wait, are you watching ice skates? Oh, yeah, I think it is talking? opening night for the NHL, right? Oh, it's not opening. It? It's opening night? No. Yeah, that, yeah, Bruin. Yep. Yeah, that's a yellow and black jersey if I had ever seen one. Is it like preseason, Could be the Penguins. Though? No, I'm pretty sure it's huh? opening night. Could be what? the Penguins. Hey, is tonight opening tonight NHL? I have no idea. I don't know. No idea. That girl uh, in the background, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I don't know. Leave me alone. Bye. Yeah. Yeah, sports balls. Yeah, sports balls is good. All right. So where are you, yeah. Ducks? Huh? Where are you, Knuckleheads? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. On my way home, just had dinner with Grandma, blew up the bathroom on her. No doubt. That's good. <laughs> Who's winning the hockey game? Pittsburgh. Oh, uh, I told you it could have been the Penguins. You, you, you don't yeah. sound sure about that. Who's in the game? Yeah. Pittsburgh? No, Pittsburgh Penguins and uh. Wait, are you you're, so you're you're in Knox? It's a, it's the tiny TV over by the fucking Squeef. corner. Squeef. Squeef. You in Knox? Yeah. Is Stony there? No. No. No, it's dead. We're the only two here. Ah, that's too bad. 
Facts. Is Stoney in there like there anymore? Stoney might be in Florida. I know, if Stoney was there, I'd say tell him hold tight. I'll be there after the show. But <laughs> yeah, buddy. Uh, are you coming? Uh no, Stoney's not there. Probably not. No, I got to work tomorrow. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Work tomorrow. Yeah. Who gives well, a fuck? Oh, you work at seven, huh? No, no, three. But I have shit to oh. do in the morning. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. I'm going to the range. All right, we'll have fun with that. Yeah. We'll do. All right, we're going to talk sports balls. Cool. I want to talk brain shit. Give me a call. All right, word. Sounds good. <laughs> you say brain shit? The fuck? R- rain shit. Range. He's going to the range. He's going to shoot range. Oh, range. They said brain shit. What, what the, the fuck the... is this? Like, what is what is this? What are we doing? I knew I shouldn't have answered that. God damn it. <laughs> it's like, I, this, is, this is back to, that, that was our little brother, Squeef. Uh, call, he doesn't follow sports at all, <laughs> and he calls me. What like so? What Squeef is infamous for is calling you with completely needless, useless information. So right, there's one night I happen to be awake because we work. I, I work overnight, so I'm yeah. I, I'm up late, right? And we've always been up late. I've always like, I've worked in restaurants my whole life. Like being up until being up until two thirty three four in the morning is nothing new to me. No, I get a phone call from my brother at I don't know it was like two forty five three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'm like, or no, it was actually it was a little it was earlier than that. It was like two fifteen two thirty, so it was right when the like the bars close right, and I'm like, and I get a phone call from Squeef, and I'm like. And I look at the phone and like I'm like oh. nine out of ten times like I'll just let it go to voicemail because I just I know Keith's just probably calling me just just to talk because he's a 17 year old girl half the time just wants to talk on the phone and I'm like yeah dude I'm like I got shit to do like I'm like I'm fucking playing video games or like watching something like what the fuck do you want but it was that random time of that like window of night where like you're like all right he's been out of, I know he's been out at the bar. And he's calling me at like two thirty, like right after the bar lets out. Like maybe he needs a ride or something like that. Whatever. So I answer it, and I, and like I can just hear like music blasting in the background. I'm like, "What's up?" And he's like, "Dude." I'm like, "Yeah, what, Keith? What do you need?" And he's like, "Bro, what, Squeef? Dude." <laughs> I'm like, "Land the plane, homie." Guess who's coming out with a new album in the spring? Now, keep in mind, this is like October, November. Right. He's like, guess who's coming out with a new album in May? Greg Gagne. And I'm like, I, 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 don't, I don't know, Squeef. Like, I, I, honestly, whatever this is. I'm already pissed. I, I, I don't fucking care. And he's like, Amon Amarth. <laughs> I'm like. And I need to know how pissed off you were. I'm You're like, like, what? Am That's I, so funny. I'm like this. This could have been like not this. This could have been a text message would be an overstatement. Like this could have been a fucking an email would have been a waste. Yeah, I'd say put it in like put it in like the regular mail, but then you would have to pay money for a stamp, and that would have just been ridiculous. <laughs> so like you could have just waited until like I don't know six months from now to tell, to me. tell me. And I'm like, first of all, I I don't I think Monomyth like does not move the needle for me at all. Okay, I know like. They are. I, I, I know a couple of their songs. I probably have them on you my gym playlist. You've heard before. Yeah. yeah, they're like one of the, um like, they're not, 
The sales go up and fucking blah blah oh, blah 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 yeah. blah blah. Like they're not yeah, they're yeah. not they're not those guys, but like, like Viking core. But they're like shit. yeah, Viking core, like whatever. Like all right, dude, like cool music, gay fucking lyrics. It's not even my really god, that cool music. No, the music is really good. Like the guitar riffs and the drums and everything like that. Or like they're they're it's super heavy, but like the lyrics are just like. Uh, these are made for 13-year-old Marvel fans. That's yeah, what these are made for. Yeah. Like kids who like think like Thor is like the greatest superhero of all time. Thor's pretty great. That's who Marvel, that's who Amon Amarth like markets their music yeah, to. Yeah. And he calls me at 2:30 in the morning to tell me that and I was just like click. And so I'm what very very click. very very hesitant to answer any of Squeeze phone calls ever. Since that day. And I think I actually laid down a rule for him. I was like, listen, dude. I'm like, if you're calling me after, if you're like, do not call me after 2 a.m. If you have to call me after 2 a.m., it better be an emergency. Because if it's not, I'm going to fucking punch you. Because, you don't no, no, like, just whatever it is that you need to tell me at 2.15 can be done through text. Like, uh, yeah, facts. Unless it's like, hey, man. Got this cool story to tell you about the bar tonight. Like, could you have five minutes while I'm on my way home? And then I could be like, okay. Yeah, sure. As long as I know it's not a fucking emergency. Like, God damn it. So anyway, I'm always very hesitant to answer squeeze phone calls. But anyway, back to Dante Whitner and the Dallas Cowboys. Um, Guys, chode. The Cowboys are who we thought they were. They're a very mid-level, upper mid-level team. I feel like they're going to be a playoff team. One and done. They might get lucky with a first round matchup and you know beat Detroit or some bullshit. Who knows? Um, and and move on to the second round and get absolutely smashed by the Niners, and the Eagles. But um, other than that, I don't think Detroit. Does anybody really have any high hopes for Dallas this year? No, no, really. no. Does anybody have any high hopes? For, make the playoffs, does anyone have any high hopes for Dallas next year? No. Uh, how about the year after that? Not that I know no, of. no, no. I have no. I have no real plans. For having high hopes for the Dallas Cowboys. That being said, I'm happy the Dallas Cowboys got to wax the Patriots' ass because Cowboys fans did deserve that little... Mm, they deserved to have that victory because they they are the most hated team in all of professional sports. Right. Cowboys and their fans get more shit on than anybody else. I've said that lo- for a long time on this show. Uh, that they are the most hated franchise of all time. And it's not even fucking close. Yeah, facts. People who don't even fucking know about the Cowboys, don't even watch football, they're like, yeah, fuck the Cowboys. And you're like, wait, why? I don't know. Because uh, my great-grandfather said to. It's right. like, <laughs> well, that was in the fucking 60s. And they're like, yeah, well. Yeah, well, well, well. Fuck them. So uh, that being said, um, no, I have, until Jerry relinquishes, relinquishes control of that team, I feel like it's a wrap, boys. I don't think they're. I don't think they're winning shit. They're not going anywhere, and unfortunately, Dak is going to go the way of Romo, and you know, Dak replaced Romo. Romo bowed out with grace. I think. I think Romo was appreciated the last like four or five years he was with Dallas. Yeah. In I the beginning, so. he was shit on tremendously. He was because people just inexplicably demand perfection from quarterbacks these days, and I'm like, dog. Which is why I there's don't like literally like two Mac. or three guys in the league that can do what you want them to do. It's like, right. well, why can't we get a Patrick Mahomes? Well, because Patrick Mahomes is don't grow on fucking trees. Yeah, if I they know. did, everybody would have one, and it wouldn't be hard. It wouldn't be and special. Patrick Mahomes wouldn't be getting paid a half a billion dollars to do what he does. Right. I mean, 
the Giants thought they had Patrick Mahomes and Daniel Jones, and they gave him a lot of money. Now he does nothing. Listen, Vanilla Vic is not the problem. Vanilla Vic. All right? He is not the problem in, in, in New York. I think he's one of the problems. Well, you could make that case for him. I mean, let's talk real quick about my Denver Broncos. Because as of right now, they play on Thursday night in Kansas City, oh, right? They get, we have, they get rid of everybody. They have a 15-game losing streak against the Chiefs. I don't see them turning that around on Thursday night. You never know. And I believe the only two people on the roster that are going to be untouchable in terms of being traded. Sorry, one person is Patrick Sertan. I think he is the only guy that is not going to be tradable. Right. What? No, Russell Wilson, I think, is getting traded. Oh, if somebody comes knocking and wants to take that salary, absolutely, yeah, he's gone. Yeah. yeah. Because I said this, out of him already? Because I said this before the season started. If you remember, when they first hired Sean Payton, I said this is going to be – I said, yes, I have high expectations for the Broncos. I feel like they'll be contenders. But he's performing with, with, no, with no wide receiver help, essentially. That is that is true. And I said this to Paul on, on – yeah. uh, Cortland Sutton has completely fallen off. Yeah, he does nothing now. He's he is just this. He's been a, he's been completely absent this year, and I hate that because I thought he he was a great talent. But what did I say when Tim Patrick got hurt in in preseason? It's over. Yeah, I said that fucking kills because he was going to be our league lead. He was going to be our team leader in touchdowns. He was the best receiver I felt like we had on the roster, Fact. and he got hurt, and that blows. It is what it is. It happens, right? Right. Jerry Judy, I feel like he is a Reggie Wayne to somebody's Marvin Harrison. Like, trade his ass to Minnesota or yeah. Cincinnati or, you know, somewhere where they have, like, a bona fide number one. Shit, trade him to fucking Kansas City for all I care. Mm. Let him go fucking run around with Mahomes and watch, Mahomes, watch what Mahomes can do with him. It would be fucking great. But he is a number two. He's not a number one. Right. And it just didn't pan out the way that we hoped it would. So... Sutton, Judy, Simmons, those guys are all trade bait as of, I would say, Friday morning. Simmons, I think, is definitely next to go. It just feels like, was he on like another year? They just extended him. So he's 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 under contract. It's a pretty team friendly contract too. I really like Justin Simmons. He, I do too. He's a great yeah. fucking player. He's our best defensive player right now. Well, you, you guys still have a uh, bowl well, on the offensive line. Who? Bowl. Bowls. Bowl. Bowls. Garrett Bowls. Yep. He Bowles. he's gone. I I would say actually I'll add Quinn Miners to the uh, to the to the untouchables list because that was the kid they drafted that he was like out punching trees. Mm-hmm. In the forest and like knocking over trees, and they found this kid. And they were like, "We love this kid," and he's actually blossomed into one of the best offensive linemen in the league. No shit. Yeah, he's he's a tremendous, tremendous player. So I would say Quinn Miners, Patrick Sertan Jr. Those are pretty much the only two guys that are on touch. Oh, McLaughlin, the uh, the running back. Yeah, yeah, the he rookie. lit it up uh, this week he because did he's well. making he's making Javante. Javante's hurt again. Again. I mean, it Fuck sucks. Man. Again, not his problem, not his fault, but it just it is what it is, dude. Like you can't get it. And I said this before the season started, uh, or back. I would say even when we hired Sean Payton, I said this was going to be a two or three year plan of getting to like a suit, like a, like actually like okay, we're not going to win the Super Bowl this year. Right. Next year, we might flirt with it, but we're going to need that third year before like okay, th- year three is when it's like all right. We expect to win the Super Bowl now. Go win it. 
Yeah. Because at least contend, Sean anyway. Payton was going to need time to get his guys on the roster, his guys in place. The beauty for Sean Payton in this whole thing is he has basically he's absolved anonymity. And no, of all of this, he has complete anonymity. Uh, not anonymity. Um, I know I said the wrong word. Yeah, uh, immunity. Immunity. Thank you. That's what I thought you were trying to say, but I'm like, I said anonymity. I'm like, "Eh, immunity. Check out the big brain (laughs) on Paul. I want to talk about what Robert Sala said to him at the end of the game too, because I had no respect for that. Go ahead. Robert Sala end of the game. Runs across the field laughing to go meet Sean Payton. And Sean Payton says, hey, good game, good matchup, good competing. And Salah leans in and says, stay humble. And turns around and walks away. I was like, what the fuck? Stay humble for that fucking douchebag Hackett who's on the sideline like an old school. Yeah, fuck Denver. Fuck those people. Fuck Sean. It's like, dude, what are we doing here? Yeah, well. That was Sean Payton's job. To be a talking head, mm-hmm. and he said horrible job was was done by was done by Nathaniel Hackett, and he wasn't wrong. He wasn't yeah, wrong. How was he wrong about that? He wasn't wrong. He said but that was, he was one of the worst coaching jobs I've ever seen in my he, life. But essentially, he and was we were like a head coach. Yeah, he was. It was one of the worst head coaching jobs. Why well, he lost his job after one fucking? He didn't even make it to the end of his first year. He got fired the day after Christmas, right? When the Rams threw a fucking fifty burger on, so the team quit. Yeah. Because all we needed was that offense to score literally 18 points. We need like two touchdowns and two field goals every game, and that team would have been 9-1 after 10 weeks. Right. And Nathaniel Hackett couldn't get us that. And you know, you know what's funny, too, is the only quarterback that's come out and defended Nathaniel Hackett through this whole thing is the, the, the one guy that's on his team right now. Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, because yeah, he's, he's like friends with them. Even yeah, before yeah. Blake, the Blake Bortles hasn't. Nope. Russell Wilson hasn't. Right. Uh, you, you can go back to uh, uh, Jordan Love hasn't. Zach, uh, Zach Wilson won't. Because Zach Wilson won't. Because Daniel Hackett basically said Zach Wilson's dog shit. And Zach Wilson's like, I'm your quarterback now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. So Nathaniel Hackett is absolute ass. He does suck. Everything Sean Payton has. And I wasn't ever like an anti-Jets guy. But from now on going forward, like the Jets, like you've just come up into like the Raiders Chiefs territory of like, fuck you. But but Robert Sala, if we're talking about coaches and losing their jobs, look at his record coaching the Jets. It's not good. And then he's he leans in with a smirk to say. Be stay hum- right, stay like, stay to a guy like, that's got a Super Bowl, right? Like you're fucking to one of the somebody? most accomplished coaches in NFL history. The guy, right. the guy like, made. Who the fuck are you, dude? He made Drew Brees. Drew Brees was like basically Justin Herbert in the the, the Chargers. Brought him to New Orleans. It made made it him fucking spectacular, Hall of, Hall of Fame worthy. Crazy talented teams he's put around him. Just just drafting any offensive players he wants makes the guys gold. Like he was just everything he touched turned to gold in, yeah. in New Orleans. That's why I had fucking mad high like high expectations for Denver this year when I said it's, Sean Payton would be year, your best bet. It's and year I was like, one, Damn. but no, I still believe in Sean Payton. Like Me Joey too. said, oh, I do he's, too. He's, you know that's not fair. He goes to a team that he just taught, called dog shit. But last I just year. didn't think that like it could get it, any worse from last year. But you again, you don't know because you don't time to because go. you don't know. Honestly, like, I mean, was Nathaniel Hacken working with great talent last year? No. Obviously not. I mean. Right. And you guys got plagued by the injuries in the offseason, too. That didn't like help. Tim Patrick but they spent $100 million on that offensive line. They spent, right. 
you know, all this money on Ross. And they, I mean, and Ross has been, the funny thing is, is that people come out and they're like, oh, Ross sucks. Ross sucks. I'm like, and what did I tell you? Right? Third and 15 on a game-winning drive. And what does Ross do? Absolutely throws, throws an absolute fucking strike to Jerry Judy. Right. For 17, 18 yeah, yards. Yeah. And I said, And I said it to you, and it was the play, literally one, two plays before the fumble. Yeah. And I said, watch. I said, Russ could throw an interception on this very next play, and all people are going to remember is the turnover. But they're not going to remember the fucking third and 15 conversion that he just pulled out of his fucking ass. Yes, right, right. And even though, this per- even though this pick might not be his fault, and I think I said something along those lines to you verbatim. Yeah. I was like, watch, he can, he can, we might not win this game. He might not drive us down and win this or tie this game up. But you watch, they'll, the, the idiots will come out of the woodwork and be like, oh, Ross sucks. What a fucking joke. How much did they give up for him? Like, like as if, first of all, like they gave up, like, what, two first-round picks. They're like, oh, well, one of those picks might be the defensive player of the year and uh, the cornerback out of fucking Seattle. And I'm like, okay, cool. Who's to say that Denver would have drafted him anyway? Right. Like, what are you talking about, dude? Like, you have no idea. If you had, uh, who's the who's the the, the Seattle Seahawks uh, first round pick from this past year? Hold on. Uh, uh, the, the name I refuse to say. JSN. No, 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 no. John, not not Jackson Smith Najiba. Yeah, he was the first round pick. No, no, no. The the defensive play, the the one they took with the Broncos pick. Oh, um, but the the fourth overall, whatever it was. No, the corner. it was uh Wither Witherspoon Withers. No, Witherspoon. Weatherspoon. Devin Weatherspoon? I'm not sure. I'm pretty sure it was a cornerback. It was a quarterback or corner? Corner, back? corner, corner. It was definitely a corner. I think I'm pretty sure it was Weatherspoon. Yeah, it could have been. Oh, no, it was actually higher than that. Yeah, it was Devon Weatherspoon yeah, out see? of Illinois. Okay, so Devin. If, you had, if you had Devon Weatherspoon preseason as your defensive rookie of the year, you can criticize the Broncos for giving up that pick for Russ. Right, right. Go ahead. Um, then also, I'm going to come revisit you at the end of the year and say, how did having the defensive rookie of the year on your team work out for you? Probably not too Oh, good. you missed the playoffs? Cool. Guess that fucking sucks, huh? Wow. Probably wish you, were, probably wish you had the quarterback instead of fucking Geno Smith, huh? You, which you fucking extended, you fucking loses. Bums, you fucking morons. Like, what do you think this is, dude? This is a quarterback-driven league. No one gives a shit about Devin Witherspoon, okay? No one gave a shit about the fact that the Broncos almost had the defensive rookie of the year last year and Patrick Sertan. Right. Probably could have been the defensive rookie if it had not been for fucking uh, what's-his-face. But nonetheless, it's no. Just no. You just no. Go fuck yourself. Just go fuck yourself. So that being said, people... Love to hate on it, but I think Peyton, if him and Russ are getting along, Russ will be in the building. If Peyton's looking at Russ going, this ain't my guy, they might look to move on from Russ. Right. And they might look to trade him. If it's not this season at the trade deadline, maybe they trade him before the draft. Maybe they trade him in the offseason. Who knows? But to who? Who would take on Russ? Ah, uh, never underestimate the stupidity of other teams and uh, Raiders. No, but I mean, like maybe take a team like I don't know, the Utah Jazz. Who's a good team that just what Arizona? 
Green Bay. Yeah, they still got Maybe oh, Green Bay pulls the plug on the Jordan hell. Love experiment, and they yeah, say, think, you know what? We got a good fucking roster here. We could make some things happen. Yeah. You, no, you got to give Jordan Love time. No, I, I know, know you he, do. He, I'm he, just he, I'm just trying to throw out off the top of my head, you know, teams like or, or maybe Indianapolis. I'm joking. Or, or maybe, uh, you know, maybe uh, Chicago decides they're done. Yeah, with Justin Fields. I was with Justin Fields. That, but, but he put up eight touchdowns and 600 and some odd yards the last two games. But Russ is one of those shit. guys that – No, gets- no, no, but that's going to, like, revamp the Bears is like, this is our guy, see, we knew it, kind of bullshit. You know what I mean? They always do that. But this is one of those instances where the quarterback is getting all the blame by people who don't watch the games – of the team that that quarterback plays for. Right. They just go based off of what guys like Kyle Brandt say and Dante Whitner or Rodney Harrison and they they hear these guys in the media because they're because they're they're casuals. Right. So they still watch the casual casual fan shows. Yeah. So they still watch Skip and Shannon or whoever. What about like Atlanta maybe, but they got Desmond Ritter down No, they got Desmond Ritter. I mean, maybe Atlanta does. Maybe they maybe they say, "You know what? This is a fucking good team. Ritter's not ready yet." Maybe who knows, dude? No, you don't know. Maybe maybe Belichick's not paying for. Somebody. What if what if Tua goes down with a concussion before Tua. the year's over? All right, and he's basically Trent Green. He scrambled eggs, and they look around and they go, "Who can we fucking possibly get to replace Tua in a short dude?" While we still have this roster right, intact, right. can can I can I, am I the only fucking one that doesn't believe the Dolphins? I get it. It's a track team right now. They're no, I, un- I they, they're unbelievably talented. You know, you know what they are to me? You know what they are to me? They are like one of those early 2000s Colts teams. Regular yes. season Warriors. That's good. Yeah, they, they're 12-4, and four, great offense. They might win a playoff game, but when push comes to shove, they're going to get their shit pushed They have pushed no in. defense again. They None. just they just, they just, just shoot out. We've yeah. seen shootout teams, you, you, and everyone's like, this they, is the team. It's like, no, I've then, seen this. And until they times. run into a big defense and can't put up points, yep. and then they have no defense to stop the other And then the as, other soon as, somebody, as soon as somebody takes away Tyreek, and I, I think Shane's hurt. Shane's already hurt. Yeah, his oh, knee. Yep. He's hey, hurt. I, 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 I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't like him coming out after having one big game and being like, um, my name is not pronounced like that. It's like, dude, shut the fuck up. You, you, you're a rookie. Don't come out and say people are mispronouncing your name. Yeah. Look, everyone even knows your name. Right. And I guess hate when what? guys do that. I highly doubt anybody will even know it a year or two years from now. People anyway, call him A Chain. So. He's like, I don't like that. It's like, dude, shut your mouth. Yeah, Who gives don't a worry. Shit? If you're around let, long enough, we'll learn your name. Let, exactly. Let people just call you whatever. Let the fans do what they want. My God. It's like when Kansas City with Pacheco. He's like, oh, it's Pacheco. Dude, kiss my ass. Listen, okay, as, it's Pachico. As as a bunch of Portuguese from Little Portugal, yeah, who have you know, I'm married to one. Ask yeah. the missus. Every time I put that fucking game, every time a Kansas City game's on, yeah. he's like, I fucking hate that. It's not Pacheco. I'm like, I know. <laughs> Paul's funny. wife's maiden name is. Yeah, well, yeah. Pachinga. My wife's maiden name, soon to be maiden name. Yeah, soon. Fiance's maiden name, soon to be maiden name. Sorry, right? right. Whatever, whatever. whatever. I just say it for short. Yeah, my no. future sister-in-law. Don't need to get into the logistics. Of no. Do you ever do you ever do you ever do what Sean does? Just walk around and call her cheeks. No. I love that nickname. I still say it to this day. Yeah, I know you do. That's yeah. Probably gonna punch me in the fucking face. <laughs> Why would she? <laughs> like so next she... time she's like, next time she's like, did you take the dog out? Be like, settle down, cheeks. <laughs> yeah. She lo- <laughs> Hey, honestly. Bottle goes flying by my head. Honestly. My, my wife never thought twice about it. She's like, oh, I, like it. I like Paul's it. Paul's just the Ralph Wiggle meme chuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in danger. <laughs> <laughs> you see him go head first through the window, yeah. smiling. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Oh, that's good shit. All right. Uh, do we want to leave it there? Are we good? We good. We're good. 
That I was mean, two hours. Yeah, we're good. This, is, cool. this has been a very depressing week as a sports fan. Yeah, between, yeah, man. between the know. between the Miami Hurricanes on Saturday night and then the Broncos on Sunday. I didn't like those black uniforms. I, I loved the uniforms. I didn't. Um, I, I like the I hated, Broncos all whites. I like Really? Those. I hated them. Man, I like the snow cap ones. I hated them. Cool. I hated didn't them. hate them. I didn't like them, but I didn't care. I hated them. I'm like, I like the other ones better. We I like the other we, ones we better. We looked like we should be playing in the Pac-12. And I'm Your like, regular no. uniforms are the best ones. The blue with the orange down with the white pants. Those are the best yep. ones. The, the regular the regular Broncos ones are the best ones. Well, the one behind you with Peyton. Yeah, that one. The orange tops. I like that one, too. Yep. I I like the blue though. The, yeah, the blues are sick. Yeah, those are my favorite yep. out of the. Those Broncos are the best. Um, yeah, no, I don't know. I I didn't care for the snow capped uniforms. I I thought I'm glad we lost in them because maybe it's like okay, cool. Now we can not wear these again because yeah. it's bad omen. Um, but no, I didn't like them. Didn't like them then. Didn't like them before the season when they debuted them. You know, in whatever June or July, whatever yeah, it was, yeah. and they you know, and uh, I don't like them now on the field. No, I didn't really And now them. I doubly don't like him because we lost in him. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, now not a fan. Fuck it took me a long time to warm up to those orange jerseys because one of my first memories of the Broncos wearing those oranges uh, was against the Raiders in the snow in 04 when Kerry Collins – was it Kerry Collins? And who was the – what was their big receiver they had there? Mushin Muhammad. No, um – Oh my God! You said I can't. big receiver, and you said Kerry Collins. It made I me look it up. No, no, no. Um, the Giants, you mean? No, no the Raiders. No, it was Kerry Collins and the Raiders when Al Wilson snuffed. No, you said Raiders. Popped. What's his name in the? Oh, in, um, Ravens. Tyrone Wheatley no, in the Raiders. snow. That's who I thought. Kerry he said. Collins didn't play the Ravens. He played against the Ravens in the Super Bowl. Oh. Yeah. Who was the big guy with, with the Raiders that Kerry Collins? Had? I don't even know. Give me a second. He was a big receiver that he had. He was, I can't he was really good. I don't know. He was actually really fucking good. I really liked him. Hold on. Uh, Ronald Curry. Man, Wouldn't fucking he that. sucked. Ronald Curry was dog shit. Dude, he was 6'2", 220. Dude was a fucking baller, what was, bro. What was his stats? Ronald Curry career? Yeah. Not great. Exactly. I mean, <laughs> he played for the Ravens, but he was talented. Uh, let's see. He played in. Wow, Kerry se- Collins is fifty-one. He started thirty-two games, one hundred ninety-three grabs, twenty-three hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns. I never would have guessed Kerry Collins was this old. But that 4 season, he started three games, had fifty grabs, six hundred seventy-nine yards, and six touchdowns. Out I of think. three games, in three and three starts, he three played still, in wow. nine. I believe it was. Wow. Whatever. No, uh, twelve. I'm sorry, played in twelve. Played in twelve, started in three. I was like, Jesus fuck. But no, Christ, Ronald Curry, I liked, I liked him, but he had, he had the game winning touchdown against us in that snow game when Al Wilson popped Tyrone Wheatley on fourth and one, and he met him right at the line. Wheatley like went to like jump over the line, and Al Wilson just popped him. Yeah. And that was the day I was just like, yeah. And we were wearing those orange jerseys, and that was Darius Watts with the uh, fucking dope. <laughs> fucking. Uh. Yeah. Anyway, it was a rough night. That was. Yeah. Uh, December of 04, I believe that game was. Pissed me off. Really pissed me Close. off. Still mad about that one. But anyway, all right, uh, let's leave it there. Gee. 
Tuesday night, 8.30, 45, 45. Let's just start saying 8.45. Okay. Yeah, I get here like 8.35. Because Sean never gets here before 8.30. Usually, so. I actually looked at my clock today. I was like, oh, fuck, it's 7.59. I'm like, bye, I got to go. Like, yeah. I'm usually here by like 7.55. We should get here at least a little bit early to, to at least be like, hey, guys. fucked up. What do we want to talk about tonight? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, we usually know what we want to talk about. We usually do. But luckily, we have the group chat going, so we have pretty good handle on that. But yeah. uh, it's good to just iron out the last fucking couple details before we get on the air. But nonetheless... Uh, Joey Fats Radio, row one, seat one. Thank you all for joining us. We'll be back next Tuesday night, 8.45 p.m. right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Make sure you give us a like and a follow, row one, seat one. Check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon Podcasts. Wherever you get your podcasts from, you can find us. The show will be up hopefully within the hour. I've got some new software to work with tonight. So this will be my first endeavor into that. But uh, nonetheless... Uh, hopefully I'll have this shit back up in an hour or so and it'll be on YouTube. Oh wait, no, I can't. I, I don't YouTube has locked me out and Why? I I don't remember the password. Jesus Christ. I, I've guessed all the passwords I can possibly think of. I don't know what it is, and YouTube is like, Oh, that sucks. You can't figure out your password. We're not sending you a new one. <laughs> Better figure it out. And I'm like, Coolsies. So I'll uh, try to get that up on the YouTube channel, uh this up on the YouTube channel ASAP, but Nonetheless, uh, we will be up on all the usual podcast amenities as normal. And then we'll be back next Tuesday. So for Plizzy yeah. and Mr. Betancourt, I am Joey Fats. Enjoy week number six in the National Football League. I'm enjoying. Uh, you know why I'm going to enjoy Sunday? Because this will be the second Sunday this year that I won't have to watch the Broncos lose. Yeah. Nope. I'll be watching the Patriots lose. Why? What sure. are you doing this Sunday? I don't know. The Broncos play on Thursday, so. Oh, word, yeah. I won't have to watch the Broncos lose on yeah. Sunday. I'm having folks in my house, so you can come over. On Sunday? Yeah. No, word. Yeah. What, what's going on Sunday? What the fuck? You didn't tell me about any of this. Tony, now. Oh, all right. Well, fucking holler at your boy, bro. Damn, yeah. what the fuck? I'm going to make some shit, cook some shit, watch some football. Okay. Okay. All right. I like this little party at Paul's house for once. Nice. Is that mine? Yeah. Probably yeah. still going to just stay here, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Vegas is on, you know, NASCAR. Oh, uh, yeah. Ah, I, I, missed, I, missed, I missed all my bet. I only bet on two guys on Sunday, too, by the way. Uh, Ross Chastain and Kyle Busch, and uh, neither one of them won. So, is what it is. Bullshit. All right, we'll be back next Tuesday night. Uh, yeah. Thank you all for joining us. We'll Peace. talk to you next week. Peace. Peace.